No. Pause it. No. This is the perfect time to cut in. You're not drunk. I'm a little tipsy. No, you just don't know what's going on. You're dumb. <laughs> I'm sorry. I so got we duty. have just had. So <laughs> I the same was movie. just no. Listen, they're the same movie. I will say what's going on since I clearly have the biggest grasp on this. I was just crying because we were watching New Girl, and they were singing the the main song from Dirty Dancing, and Jack sings it to me, and I start crying a little bit, and then he said something and I go I said I can't serenade you and I go have you ever seen Dirty Dancing and he said the one time I did I hated it and I said before you told me you have not seen it so then he goes that means no because that's like when you said you've seen Rocky Horror and you haven't and then you I said tell me the. it's I, been a listen, long time it's listen, 50-50 I think I've seen it and you I've haven't no because you it. said that about Rocky Horror and you hadn't seen it I listen, know it's no, listen, listen. you're just picking the zero at a hundred times listen there. so then I said we will watch Dirty Dancing tomorrow and we will no we will, will not show, listen I said we will watch Dirty Dancing tomorrow no we will not and you will understand why I'm crying also rest in peace Patrick Swayze he's been dead 11 years <laughs> Which you also didn't know. No, I did not. I told you that, I think, earlier this year. Or the tail end of last just, year. Like, three or four no, times, but I told like, you very... Re- I always tell you recently, you didn't know <laughs> that he died. And side note, I, I remember... I think it's because I get him mixed up with Christian Slater all the time. That's so weird, because they look nothing alike. Patrick Swayze is like... It looks like closer to Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay, I'm gonna... Like, he's buff and he's old, or he's older and he's white. I'm gonna keep it real with you. I just thought he was a greasier uh, Christian Slater. I don't think I know what Patrick Swayze looks like. We're in a worse place. Listen, can I finish? Cause you're Who's digging, the dude from Californication and who played uh, Mulder on X-Files? Didn't watch X-Files. David Duchovny. Have you ever seen Heathers? You've seen Mr. Robot. I've seen Heather. You've seen Mr. Christian Slater? Yes, and Mr. Robot is Christian Slater. Yeah. You remember the Outsiders? Do you remember Ponyboy's brother who pushed him that no. time? And we're going to rewatch no, the Outsiders. No, we are not. No, we okay. are not. And the Outsiders, Ponyboy. Outsiders Listen, is terrible. No. I just want to put that on the record real this quick. This is my intro. Ponyboy, remember, was the guy who did Soul Man, who did Blackface in that movie. So Ponyboy came home late from hanging out with Ralph Macchio because Rob Lowe was his brother. Okay. So then uh, Patrick Swayze is his older brother. Their parents died. So he's like, where were you? Da, da, da. He pushes him. And he's like, they promised to never hit each other, which is what their parents did. Wow. So Patrick Swayze is in that. So I says to Jack, have you ever seen Dirty Dancing? He cannot confirm nor deny. I said, we'll watch it tomorrow so you can understand. And you said you've seen it. And I said, tell me the plot of Dirty Dancing. And he goes, they live in the town where it's illegal to dance. And I said, that is Footloose. And I have never seen Footloose before, but I know that's Footloose. And I said, that's Kevin Bacon. And you said, who's in Dirty Dancing? I said, Patrick Swayze. Here's Dirty Dancing, since we didn't get to that part. (laughs) Okay. Dirty Dancing takes place in a summer camp. Nice. Patrick Swayze is the dance teacher. He's teaching all these, like, 40-year-old white women who are kind of slutty want to flirt with him. Is, then there's this 18, 19-year-old girl. Her is, nickname is Baby. Wait, wait. Is this the one where he teaches the woman how to, like, sculpt a vase or something in the I thing? don't know, but this is the hold-up scene. I know, but I'm talking about the, like, sculpting, like, I don't a remember that part. A... It, I mean, I guess because it's a summer camp activity, but he's a dancing <laughs> teacher. There's all these old white women. This young girl, her nickname is Baby because the, the famous line in the movie is no one Nobody puts a baby, baby in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So, um... Eminem. <laughs> they 
he teaches her how to dance, and there's like a dance contest at the end of it and shit. And it's, I, I, I need to interrupt for one listen. second. I don't like Eminem. Uh, that was that was a joke. I don't like Eminem. Fuck Eminem. Imagine being her dad, and like this dude looks like he's 38. You know, but so um, my funniest part, and I say this every time we talk about Dirty Dancing, but I know you don't remember when the main actress got that nose job because her nose was crazy big in the movie. She got that nose job, came off the movie. I don't know how many other movies she was in. No one recognized her because they only recognized her off her big nose. Okay. But Patrick Swayze's been there 11 years. You're talking about Footloose, which you also can't confirm that you've seen. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. Maybe I'm just getting that mixed up with Grease. The I, 80s is a blur. We should do a segment on 80s movies. No. Please? No, the 80s Chad, is a lost decade with nothing redeemable from it at all. Can we play the song from The Goonies? Absolutely not. The Goonies also not Do good. you remember the episode of Bob's hey, Burgers? Wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. Do you we remember are, the, listen, just wait. Too... One more. Do you remember the episode of Bob's Burgers where they were lost in the Taffy Factory? It was a rip off The Goonies. Okay. Welcome to Pop Take Hot Culture, everybody. We are seven minutes and 40 seconds in by the time I finish this sentence. And blame that on Jack not knowing anything about Patrick Swayze or Dirty Dancing. I'm just saying you really derailed that intro that was supposed to be quick and breezy. I had to give you so much background knowledge because the way the 80s works, it is a flower. It is yeah. the, it's the vines. Everything means everything, as Lauren Hill said. Yeah, this is why I don't like the 80s. It's not that hard, though. No, nah, 80s is a lot. That's okay. just because you say you don't know white people. I mean, and I have, I think it's because I'm black and I live in the Midwest. I have to know white people, so I'm like unnaturally good at it, like other minorities. I tried to tell my mom about Loquisha on the phone the other day, but she didn't want to hear about it. Going Loquisha. Part of me wants to torrent that no, and have us no. watch it for the pop, but I know gonna, that it's going to be so bad that I won't. You're going to have to cut this out or like leave at least, it in, but I'm saying I'm not watching Oh, Loquisha. I know. We're not going to do it. Like, but, as long as I am alive and black, I'm not watching Loquisha on any platforms. Like, I won't watch yeah. Soul Man. Which we talked about. Soul Man was the one who won the that Harvard was... Scholarship for oh. being... No, that's the boy from Outsiders. Who's he... the dude who did blackface and wrote a book about it? Something Griffiths. Black Like Me or whatever? That one's Black Like Me. Soul Man is... His dad cuts him off from going to Harvard Law School. He has to find out how to pay for his school. So he does blackface because he pretends to be a black person for this essay and wins. Mm-hmm. Um, He does blackface. He gets in, so he has to keep being blackface. And he meets the girl that he took the scholarship from, who was a single black mom. They date as him black. He comes out as white, and they still stay together. Yes, ma'am. What a quality movie with a great, with a great message. You can be so shitty and horrible to your partner, and they'll still stick with you. To Sarah Silverman's defense, she dismissed the cutoff for doing blackface. <laughs> like it was acceptable for. Um, see, and that's probably why she was confused. She was like, we was just doing this like 20 years ago. <laughs> Cause when did Soul Man come out? Recently, I'm sure. I think it was the 80s. Yeah. It, to, to the last, I'm going to say the last time you can do acceptable blackface. We're going to have to cut this off because we're ranting. The last time you can do acceptable blackface, guess what I'll say? What? Birth of a Nation. And you want to know the one time I've had to see Blair, Birth of a Nation? Wait, I'm sorry, the one time you're allowed to do blackface? Or? That's the time period you could do 86. blackface. 86 was Soul Man. I had to watch Birth of a Nation in my ninth grade honors U.S. history class. And prior to putting on that film, my teacher called me up to the class where she sat in private and said that she just seen the, the Chris Rock documentary Good Hair and asked if I had a weave. Oh, nice. What a wonderful and welcoming teacher. My hair was also like... You want to shout out that no. teacher? 
because I forget her name. I'm not even going to shout out the schools. I'm not going to dox myself. I had an A-cut bob. So, like, my hair, listen, my hair would have had to been, yeah. this would have been my natural hair. Our high school this was hella been, racist. No, no, no. This was the other school I went to. Oh, this was after you moved? This was before I moved. This was before you moved. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to dox her, but she went to three high schools? Yeah. Yeah. We went to her second high school together, and then she finished her last high school without me. Yeah. But I, this was it. And First was, one, okay, yeah, okay. It was it was a toughie. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, but uh, yes. Well, you went to a different school that was racist in different ways. I have experienced so much racism. If anyone wants to Welcome say racism, to racism is a monolith. Wrong. Racism is uh, multifaceted. Ooh, big word. That is our dictionary word of the day. We are literally 12 minutes into this podcast. Cut it if you want. I no, I'll leave well, it in. I'll leave it in. I just find it funny that we were planning on being listen, focused today. In my brain, I'm like, we're not doing music anymore, so we have time. But like, this <laughs> is longer like, than oh, any song we would Oh, we're discussing four albums today. But like, this is longer. I'm not discussing four okay, albums. Okay, we're discussing two albums together. I am this Three albums. Three albums, and you, I'm doing the fourth listen, on my own. You got me for one album. Pick. No, you're doing that. You're doing the Boz EP, and you're doing a, a Half Alive album. That's what you think. Oh, okay. Oh, we didn't even set down the covers. No, we did not. We'll Move just... your water bottle. Set your water bottle on the floor. Shut up. Roll the roll the clip. Uh, roll the clip. What clip? Down. Um. Are we getting into the discussion now? We're just ending in here. Do you have anything you want to use to pinch off your dirty dancing? We're watching dirty dancing. I no listen. I I'm not gonna watch Soul Man because. Also, we'll do that the, as a double feature. No, because also it was the because it was the eighties. I know the blackface is gonna like blackface is always offensive, but I will say this: knowing that blackface like is gonna rub, be offensive. It looks like he's gonna rub dirt on like, his face or something. I'm y'all sure. telling me you couldn't tell this was <laughs> what? Because here's my question: blackface in the eighties, you couldn't tell he was in blackface. Second question: what about his roommate? I know his roommate was black. He was living in a dorm, unless they don't have dorms in law school. So that's my question. You know what I'm saying? Law school might Third, be far enough. They lived in an apartment. Harvard. Still might be fine Maybe. if they okay. live in an apartment. Well, if his dad cut him off and you want a scholarship for to pay for your tuition, Maybe. I doubt. Okay, I know some third, scholarships will cover private apartments. Third, you shower, don't you? I don't care what you're you? on a fictional movie that neither of us has seen. Third, you shower, don't you? Maybe it's like Where a, does he put on the black paint? Maybe he puts on that like waterproof setting spray. It's not really waterproof, though. It's waterproof like if I jump into a pool and pop up. But, like, if I, like, rub, it's coming off. Maybe he never cleaned himself. I mean, that, hey, that is it on scans, par for... I was going to say, it scans with white Twitter. What do they call it? Leg gate? Uh, watch maybe. leg Twitter? It was, like, leg gate I don't know. I saw it too much and was traumatized <sighs> watching that horrible shit. It has shit. been such a wild... Every year past 2012, we are not supposed put, to be alive. Yeah, I'll put this on the record. White people, uh, their parents do not do a good job at teaching them how to clean themselves. Yeah, because don't y'all... I actually can't because we're supposed to get fake famous, so I can't say stuff about. No, let's do it. I got a question. We don't need a white audience. I'm gonna, I got a question. We're gonna leave this recording. I'm not cutting this out. Yes, but I want you to say the question. I'm sorry. I wanted to know that your question was: Don't white people let their dogs eat at the dinner table? No. Yeah, and they like kiss their dogs in the mouth. No. D- the one time I they kiss okay. their dogs. Don't no. I've been on. Don't stop. They kiss their dogs in the mouth. Dirty white people. Let your dogs kiss them on the mouth. My dog has... Like, They'd be my, like, mm, give me a kiss. Mm. Yeah, okay, I'll give you the white context. I've had three dogs in my life. 
we let one dog eat at our dinner table one time ever, and it was the night before we put her down because she had cancer. Okay, but like the dog doesn't know. just give her a steak. Like her we did, sitting, we gave her a steak. We let her sitting. Her was, sitting at the table. She it was for know. it was for my parents who were attached to her because they'd had my dog. They'd had that dog since before I was alive. Okay, so they wanted and to then, be a and baby. Then, and then the two times like my dog has almost kissed me on my mouth it was because I was not paying attention. I have never intentionally kissed a dog on the mouth. I don't know but a like, white person who has. Uh, I've seen it on Twitter and shit. It's gross, but I don't know white people who do that. Okay, but you also... I don't know that many white people. Acknowledge that's what fair. I'm saying. I get what you're saying. I just... I The majority of them do. As a temporarily positioned white representative, which is not a role I like taking on because I don't want to represent the whites, who I cannot would you defend possibly, who, What other group would you possibly represent? I get that that's what I'm at. I just don't like defending white people. Because technically we're both queer, but like I do take precedence over you yeah. as a black queer. So. I don't want white people to succeed, and when I have to defend them, I feel like I'm trying to get them to succeed. That's my issue. Um, you told me that I'm supposed to be on. I'm trying to be on on topic because you have to listen uh, oh. to edit these. But you keep you want to talk about your dogs eating at the dinner table. Honestly, I'm feeling like posting this podcast without editing. No, it. don't do that. Don't do that. We'll see. We have a brand, please. We have a brand. We have a brand of sloppily edited podcasts yes, where I accidentally is... name someone and then try to cut the right name in and it's just the choppiest shit ever. Which is better than not editing, so <laughs> you have to promise. Is it? Edit or we watch Dirty Dancing tomorrow. Okay, it'll be edited. Yeah, so we will watch Dirty Dancing. We are not week. watching Dirty Dancing you, ever. You actually promised me previous, like prior to this that we would, no. so you... I, I take it back. Then I'm single. Okay. Welcome to Pop Take Hot Culture, a podcast hosted by Jack and Jack alone. <laughs> Alright, we're going to actually get to our discussion this week, 17 minutes into the podcast. Scary stories to tell in the dark. You are participating, Sid, or I will dox you and leave it in. That's fucked up. Yeah. That's harassment. <laughs> and you're, you do all these things where you have the power, mm-hmm. and that's not fair. Edit the podcast. Listen, then you have just the watch, power. you promised me to watch Dirty Dancing. How would you feel if I promised you a bunch of shit and didn't do it? You but shit you cared, no, but shit you cared about. You do that all the time, no, you promised to watch all these Criterion movies with me and you said you'd rather listen to the Slipknot album. I think you were going to make me watch each and every one. Yes, I've made that v- abundantly clear. I'm shocked even now. Yeah, because you don't listen. Listen, they're going to put me to sleep. Literally, the majority of them are less than 90 minutes. They're still going to be boring. Okay, well, we'll talk about that later. Watch it. If I'm watching, no, but that ass, if I'm watching all these, you can watch Dirty. You can watch a Fine. couple movies I want to watch. Fine. If I got to watch all these Nazi movies. Literally, none of them are Nazi movies. One of them takes place during World War Two. And two take place in Germany. Two were from German directors before Nazis in the 30s. You think Nazis never existed? Not in the 30s. Did racism exist? That's not what Nazis are. Nazis aren't... Nazis are racist, but not all racists are Nazis. I'm gonna go ahead and just say no. <laughs> but, uh... This isn't... No, you're no. also bringing up Nazis like literal Hitler Nazis. All They're ra- both from 1931. All racists are Nazis. Go ahead and proceed with the docket. Okay. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Quick summary. It's based off the books. Oh, what? I was going to say, do you want to give context to the books as well? The books were a collection of short, scary stories where the illustrations were scarier than the stories, but that was why kids fucked with them. Remember when you promised to give me those, you also didn't? Yeah. I'm going to make a promise list. Do it. And every time we have a big fight, 
I'm gonna check one thing off that list. Oh, okay. I will make sure to keep that promise list more broken than the, how often we fight. That way I can always stay one ahead. Okay, I'm not gonna marry you until you fulfill my promises. <laughs> okay. I will not let you have peace. I will torment you for the rest of your days. I'm sure you will. You do a great job already, B. It can get worse. <laughs> I'm in a bad mood since my cactus fell apart. Your cactus didn't fall apart. It grew too much in its shed. We just need to get soil for it and uh, flat plant food. Okay. And we'll be fine. I'm not going to interrupt you. Proceed. It's based off the books, but not really. Um, you have the author? No. You have the illustrator? No. Are you prepared for this? No. Why are you the host? <laughs> We're co-hosts. Yeah, that's the thing. We're co-hosts. I'm producer, editor, creator. <laughs> so, not really even. Okay. Yeah, it is based on it. The stories are it. But that's not it. All of no, them, but... Yes, they are. They. I'm sure maybe they changed the names. Maybe they didn't. I didn't read it. But the stories are it because we watched that... Um, Thing about the FX makeup, I and they sh- haven't watched the whole thing yet. I, the movie critic of the group, <laughs> watched the FX makeup thing. They they pulled the illustrations side by side. Yeah. So the story, the stories are true. So it is fairly based on it. Okay. They just had to. They couldn't do like an American Horror Story version of this film. Yeah. So it's about these three kids whose names I don't remember, played by actors I don't remember the names of. Um, Sam, Veronica, Sam, Stella. Stella. Stella, um, Augie, okay. and Chuck or Charles or Chucky or something else. Chase? No, it was it was like Chucky. Okay. It was Chucky short, uh, long for Charles. Okay. And then Ramon. Ramon. Who I did look up and he is a uh, Latinx. There you go. She thought that he was from India for the entire yeah. time we watched the movie in our discussion after. Uh, apropos nothing. Um... Anyway, it takes place in 1968. 86? 68? Maybe. 68. Okay, it, yeah. was, it was the time of Nixon getting elected. Yes, and they were also very racist. Don't see how that's different from now. I that's one, true. I 1,000% could see them drawing Hispanic slurs on someone's car. This movie takes place in 1968. It's about these four kids. They go into this haunted house about this girl named Sarah Bellos who... Uh, was like trapped in the basement and then murdered a bunch of kids and yeah, they uh, allegedly and she she told the stories to the she kids. alleged yeah she told these stories to these kids and all the kids wound up dead through the wall and then uh they go into the basement and everything and through a cement wall no less did you see the like infrastructure of that wall that wall the no. wall that she was talking to through was not cement it was it was thick and it was in the basement where would it have let out don't know like that pff, continuity this movie's all around trash but continuity can we'll we at there. least have a solid wall we'll get there okay um so she tells these stories to these kids they all end up dead uh supposedly she killed them all and like that's she... the that's the whole story behind it and she uh do and... you want to put a content warning i don't know if there's really need to put a content warning there is a suicide i guess we don't up really get you. into that that up much I guess we can run a content warning for suicide, but I really don't yeah. think it played a big part in the movie, and it wasn't really discussed in a way that. I could mean, it be was really a couple times, but I, I just don't want to, you know. Sure. She hanged herself, and it bothered me because I keep saying hung. Like she. Yep, I yeah. was bothered by that too. <laughs> Weird nerds. She hanged herself with her hair, which like, biotin gummies on tin. Context for people who might not know, hung is like if you had hung a picture. 
hanged is the act of someone being like hung on a rope not suicide like murder by murder by hanging is also being hanged and i thought that was not the case for a while and i found it was now i'm like a stickler for it yeah but she did that and then no pictures of her were ever released and then they also Mm -hmm. have these two random black women like the maid and the maid's daughter who are accused of doing black voodoo magic, which yeah. is kind of offensive. <laughs> kind of. This whole movie like, was so bad at handling the only people of color in it, which were three. Like, I'm sure that, you know, there are black people that do black so, magic, but... Before we get there... Why we, Why was that it? We need to finish the description. I thought that was it. No. So, they go to this place, they get trapped in there, uh, Stella... By some bullies. By some bullies. Stella steals the book, and then she looks in the book, and as the, like, as she's looking through the book... A new short story gets written, in and then in blood, and then these kids just disappear. Like she's watching yeah. the ink appear, like Tom Riddle's like journal it's being written. See, when she smudged it, I'm like, well, because initially when they pulled the book, I'm like, this book is oddly well preserved for being in this dank basement. And then she smeared it. And I'm like, okay, it's like a continuity thing. Like it already doesn't make sense. It's already well preserved. Maybe this, you know, whatever. And then the story was like writing itself, and it was the boy from euphoria and you want to talk about him being drunk oh because this bothered you this kid doesn't even know what a drunk person looks like like he is ill like he had like influenza he looked like he was falling he was literally falling over like he was walking nine feet wide at all times he was tripping and almost falling over himself just walking anywhere which doesn't match the level of drunk he claimed to be so it's like if you're walking like that you are but like you're done right he was like maybe four beers in and this kid was, was looking driving. yeah and this kid was walking around like he had drank three handles on his own and was going to like he's going alcohol poison because he's like 120 pounds soaking right wet. he's like five six five eight he for how drunk he was acting he was already dead yeah so his name was tommy he was a bully he there was a thing with the scarecrow and yeah he had farm. like the scarecrow and then he has to go Herbert? deliver eggs um Humphrey Herbert Houston no it was Herbert it was H.E. Harold oh dang it I didn't look that up so I'm gonna confirm it but yeah I'm pretty sure it was Harold it was Harold there was the Harold yep I looked it up Harold it was the Domi Man Walker Doty uh I'm sorry the let's pull it up me Doty Walker the me Ty Doty Walker and then um the, the spider bugs Spider bugs, the big toe. The, the big toe and then the, the pale woman. The pale lady. Yeah. Yeah, those were the stories that they told. They were all pretty spooky. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, but yeah, we're good on so the I was trying to finish it. Oh. You just keep detracting because Harold's name is not important to this story. So, they uh, talk about, like, she freaks out and then their bully disappears. No one can find him. The whole town's mm-hmm. like, we need to start a manhunt to find him. And they blame and then, the Mexican kid. Yeah, they blame Ramon who was driving through town and was in a drive-in and then the three kids hid in his car because they were being hunted by uh, the, the, Tommy the bully. The bully Hank on Halloween. Who? Hank is in this. Hank who? From Breaking Bad. Oh, He's yes. There. Yeah. ASAC Hank Trader. <laughs> I don't know his name. I just be calling him Hank because he was also in I knew his name Under the Dome. I remember, yeah. He's in it in like three, two or three scenes. Yeah, he's getting old. He does not look good. He looks literally the same he did in the last season of Breaking Bad. He looks like he did when he was stuck in the wheelchair in Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um. 
Anyway, she's like, this guy disappeared. I think the book caused it. I think the book killed him. And none of her friends believe her. And then one of her friends disappeared. And then her friends are like, oh, shit. So then they spend the rest of the movie trying to figure out what's happening and stop it. Yeah, they're, they're at one point they're tearing um, pages out the journal. The journal doesn't care. Journal yeah. said, I write around that like Stephen King. So we're going to get into spoilers and I'm not going to give you a skip ahead. But if you want to try skipping ahead and avoid spoiling it, before we get into the discussion, what would you give this movie out of 10? Um, Don't bother skipping ahead because unless you really... If you really like the books, you don't need to skip ahead because you've seen it. Or, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, the whole it. Cerebellos thing is completely new. If is it? Are really pressed. Yes, Cerebellos was not a thing in the scary stories. Well, no, because remember they were writing and Sarah was in one of the stories, I'm pretty sure. Maybe, but... Remember because they were like, it was like Ephraim and they are like, oh, these are her family's name. Remember? The, the whole shit on Cerebellos' story that's presented in this movie did not exist in scary stories to tell in the dark. Which was not good enough to not... So, like, you're probably fine. This felt like a movie where they wrote the Cerebellos story and then they're like, I only have a short film. Let's just throw scary stories in. They... Listen, it seemed like... So, okay, here. You want me to rate it? Just give it out of 10. I said... I can't give it out of 10. I told you when we came out of the theater, it would have made a mean... DCOM Disney Channel original movie or like Cartoon Network it was on par with it was, I'm sorry it was a little bit better CGI wise than The Haunting Hour which was that Emily Osmond movie with the there was the Goosebumps thing and like Twitches it was like a darker version of that but it was pretty much on par with the TV I mean cartoon like minus CGI that's what it was acting was not that good story was not that good so out of 10 what do you give it? 4? But I didn't read the original book, so I I do want that to be known. Okay. So maybe I don't have any attachment to it, and I'm being more harsh to it. Um. What are you thinking? I have you seen a whole lot of PG thirteen horror movies before? None that were good because we saw the Truth or Dare, Hellfest, Hellfest was R. I I don't think it was. Maybe the Purge, like or you know, Purge was all R. R. All the PG thirteen unfriended. No, because my brother told me not to watch that because okay. it was bad. Yeah. Didn't see so, the Babadook. Like, all the PG-13 Babadook movies was in my experience... Babadook was okay. hard R. All the PG-13 movies in my experience have not been good, so the only time I've watched them have been to watch mid-level PG-13 you know, okay. horror movies. Yeah. As far as PG-13 movies go, this is probably... Like, horror movies go, this is probably one of the best. Uh, You usually hit that PG-13 market because you're trying to appeal to, like, teens and tweens who aren't old enough to go see an R-rated movie but want to be scared anyway. And if you put this up against, like, garbage, like, Unfriended or Truth or Dare, this is amazing. I did like Truth or Dare better, though. But if you're an adult and you can go see an R-rated movie in theaters, no problem, or you have a debit card and you're 16 and you can rent the thing, do it. I would have rather seen Annabelle, which we, or Chucky, which we we should um, rent for Halloween. I'm, honestly... Only scary movie I really care about this year is It Part 2. Yeah. And that's not even I mean, going to be scary. In Midsummer. Midsummer wasn't scary. It was tense and it was unsettling like you said. And Us. Us was tense. It was it was a little scary. It was more scary than Midsummer, but I wasn't like... Like, this wasn't no spooky jump. Like, cause but they were scary, both horror movies. To me, scary is Monster Boo It. You know, things like that. It like, wasn't scary. It is supposed to be. The only reason it's not scary to me is because I've read it. It only had, like, it part one only had two or three jump scares. A demon clown is scary. Con- like, conceptually and jump scares, but more conceptually. I mean, so it was a cult in isolated Sweden that's murdering people. I'm telling you, you're asking my opinion. Okay. If you want this podcast to be 
the Jack experience. That's not what I was trying to Joe do. Joe Rogan's subreddit is number two most popular this week. I'm certain. Back to the movie. Yeah, we, we honestly could have just like... Yeah. I would give it like a six out of ten. Okay. Um, is that because you like Guillermo del Toro though? Because he produced it? No, Guillermo del Toro was footprint or handprint or whatever is nowhere near this yeah. movie. Well, he did. If you watch the video I sent you on Twitter, he did a lot of the he FX did a, stuff. I'm sure he did a lot of involvement in FX just that's because the all FX he does right. <laughs> like if you've seen the Fish Man, there has not been a greater FX person than Guillermo del Toro this century. Are you capping? No. Okay. This century, not Tim ever. Tim Burton doesn't do the FX. We should watch. Also, the... this century, no. Like we... the oh, Tim Burton has maybe three good movies this this century. We should. <laughs> Halloween we should consider doing Beetlejuice and we should also do the David Harbour version of Hellboy it was I saw it on sale at Target when we went the other day we like him we love Stranger Things we do not like Hellboy remake I barely like Hellboy original TBH yeah but Hellboy original had heart dude it scared me for like six years I remember I had it's a spooky movie the big fish cassette I had always had Hellboy commercial and I was terrified Every because I used to watch that movie compulsively, and it was very hard for a young me. Big Fish was one of the few good Tim Burton movies. But I had to fast forward. Imagine my my it was Tim Burton. Imagine my dismay at having to fast forward a movie you're scared of. Who looks to see if it's past the trailer? Why don't you let the rewind finish? You stop it. I was bad at that because I think mine went blue. Like it didn't. Oh. Oh, Because because I heard everyone in my family told me if you rewind it. It stopped. It goes faster than rewinding and watching it. My family had, was bougie and had one of those speed rewinders that could rewind oh. an entire cassette in like forty seconds. No, I had the I had the regular rewind because yeah. mine was the cassette that went into the TV. Yeah, and it was part of the maker. You know what I'm talking about? The one that I had that my parents had had what uh, would show you the yeah. like tape reel while you're doing it. So I would always click yeah. stop when it was like ninety percent done. I was more concerned with getting it rewound faster than. Watching, yeah, I get it. If you if you and didn't I was have always the... trying to like power through. I used to be scared of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. That last scene where he fought Voldemort, I was a scared child. I see that. <laughs> okay, um, well yeah, we're yeah, gonna get into discussions on the movie. We talking about the FX makeup. So I'll ask you, what you th- we're gonna get into it. What do you think of the FX makeup? Because I very didn't good. know. I thought it was CGI. The but... only obvious CGI was the uh, the. Tidoti Walker. It wasn't that much though because I'm gonna say this again. I wish you had watched the video. There's a lot of when they're behind the scene of him being like backwards and flipped over. I think they got a gymnastics type person. Yeah. So obviously it, the breaking apart and him jumping. Right. From like that was what I meant. The, was like the the where's my toe lady? Who took my toe geez, lady? That was all the f all the monsters. I will say were scary monsters were by far the best part of this yeah. this is a movie for like 12 and up do not take a nine-year-old to see this this will be yeah. a mistake to because show a nine-year-old it's weird because the before doesn't match the after doesn't match but like it seemed like they wanted to do this movie for the the book monsters and they hit that pretty on if they, they had did. just shown these as like five or t- however long clips of the movie monsters it would have been terrifying I definitely had like flashbacks to remembering how terrified yeah. I was as a child reading these because they really did nail these monsters. I'm sure, and I I didn't um, read it. I didn't read it solely because I heard it was so scary, and the, I, yeah. I was a Goosebumps kid. The I can't even remember the name of the story, but the one that had always scared me the most was the dude Don't, who had oh red eyes God. reflecting into your window, and then he broke in and like kill people, and he was oh. a vampire. 
and all this stuff that was terrifying that was the one that got to me the most because of the drawing the drawing sold this entire series yeah i remember when i was before this movie came out because it came really quickly i mm -hmm. thought we had more time and i was looking at buying the books on uh amazon and they re-released them and i looked yes, at and one they redid the illustrations because i was looking at reviews to make sure it was the right one because mm -hmm. a lot of people were like they were giving it low stars they were like this is the wrong one the illustrations make it don't buy this one because yes it's newer and whatever whatever but i'm like why are you giving it one star because i've seen the illustration the illustrations are 80 percent of this quality no that's the what short stories said. aren't bad but they're not that scary like I, the sebastian said they're just campy yeah the most popular one is about this girl drive it's not that scary you which told is told me before i know i'm telling the podcast they buy the book it's a short plug, one plug authors plug illustrators okay i'll do that i'll do that while i tell the story so the story's about this girl driving home and this guy keeps shining his brights in the back of her light, like at the back of her car, and she thinks he's stalking her and everything, and she is terrified and trying to figure out what to do. And he follows her all the way home, and then she gets out of the car and then finds out that he was following her because there was a serial killer in the back of the car and, like, was going to kill her. And he followed her and, like, got saved because she called the police on her way home to get the police to follow her home to be there to, like, protect her once she stopped her car. Like, that's not that scary. It's not it's not great, but it's kind of scary, but it's not that scary. The book was written by Alvin Schwartz, and it was originally illustrated by Stephen Gamel. Gamel, something like that. G-A-M-M-E-L-L. -L. He is still alive. Shouts out him. Keep on living, my guy. Keep drawing them scary, spooky, fucked up pictures. But yeah, FX is very good. Very good. What do you have to say, Sid? Um, yeah, the monsters were scary. The jump scares weren't. Because I knew they were coming. They were bad. The only jump scare that added anything to it, I think, was the, the corpse lady. Like, the bed scene. And I knew she was going to be there. Yeah. But the, the, it was almost because it was the elongated... Every um, every jump scare was elongated. Every jump scare was five seconds because, in the build. At that point, I was like, okay, is she on the bed or is she not? I thought she would be on the bed. So it was it was scary. I hate how they all just disappear. Like, the one that upset me the most was the um, pale woman. Like, that bothered just me. hugged in and absorbed that boy. Yeah, because, and then, and then. Draining his life force. Marion Williamson would not approve. I hate that because he told them. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're such shitty friends. But he said, listen. I don't want you... He was like, I don't want to go here. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go to the hospital. Because the woman was like, oh, the records are in the red room. He's like, I don't want to go. I don't yeah. want to... He was like, I don't want to be past this point. I don't want to pass. Go. And they don't listen. Like, she shouldn't have gone into the house. First off, this is white people shit. She shouldn't have gone it into the house. white people shit. Why did you take... It's That's weird. why I found it hard to believe that Ramon was yeah. just as dark-skinned, Latinx say. as you are. I was going to say, white people are the ones who are like, I'm not scared of ghosts. Listen, as dark as Ramon yes. is, you know better. She took the book. She tried to put the book back. The book said, I'm not going home. Like, it's just, it was, she fucked up. And yeah. then she, her whole thing to her dad, if I run away, if I disappear, her dad, imagine being the parent. And yeah, be like, you, are you, you going to kill, like, bro, are you going to kill yourself? He's like, where are you, where are you, where are you? And, and she's she like, run? she's like, I'm nowhere. Click. <laughs> Like is if so I, we'll move I, into the script in now. Being an adult, yeah, we're gonna move into the script now. If, right, the monsters were good, jump scares were dumb. Everything else was terrible. Cause we're technically adults, but we're still very young, right? I have younger siblings. You have a younger sibling. Any of that being like, you hear this from a kid, you're like, what the? 
Because you're like, it's not monsters. I'm like, these kids are being overly dramatic, but they also need help. No, they're not being overly dramatic, because they believe they're going to die. Like, you yes. remember the... Yeah, like, but I also remember thinking I was going to die when I was, like, in a tornado warning in yes, elementary school. but that is some of the most real fear I have ever experienced. For sure. You see what I'm saying? So she thinks she's right. going to die, but you're not giving context to your parents. You're saying all this weird stuff, and I remember being cryptic with my parents about being in trouble at school, and they freaked out. They're like, what does that mean? Right? This sounds like your kid's gonna commit suicide. Apparently her mom, like his wife, has left. Mm-hmm. Is what it seems like. So it's she like, ran imagine... Away. You know, well, she left them. Is it what I'm sounded saying. like she ran on the whole family in the middle of the yes, night. Yes, but that's leaving. That's called leaving. Right, like but your that's... dad leaves. Yeah. It doesn't sound like they got divorced and she no. decided she didn't want these kids anymore. You're saying it from, like, the wife perspective? Probably. Yeah, like, if, if someone's like, yeah, my dad left, what does that mean to you? Not divorced. Because you would say divorced. Left to me means that they abandoned them with no. Yes, which is that. Okay. Yeah, divorce is divorce. But anyway, so you have that. You know, you're raising this kid by yourself. You're kind of old and sickly. Asak Hank Schrader. Like, I'm like, where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? And like, he, she's lucky her dad didn't kill himself. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, gotta get ahead of it. You know, like, what's going on? Right. Also, who gave these cops clearance to lock these children in these jail cells? Why was she messing with this Latinx boy? He's old enough to go to the army. She looks like she's 14. They were talking about ninth grade. She's 16, 17 minimum. She looks young and he seems Every, old. All three of them looked young and he looked he looked older than 18. All of them looked young. But they were making a joke about ninth grade in the past. Oh, yeah. And it was October. It. They're yeah. bare minimum 10th grade, yeah. if not 11th or 12th. You I say, think they're I think they're eleventh grade. Yeah. I think they're sixteen, seventeen. He's eighteen, nineteen. You think the acting is not bad, so if it's not yeah, the acting, right. then it is how it's written. Yes, like the comedy, like the one boy who was supposed to be like a a the younger Shia LaBeouf, comic, comic relief. relief, and the one nerdy. Like it seemed very forced, and I'm like, are you acting poorly, or is this just not well done? I do want to talk about the line that everyone's talking about. Uh, the book. You do not read the book. The book reads you, and I just want to say, damn. RuPaul's Drag Race Season 11. Mean Girls, Regina George's burn book. Both. I don't know, I was not impressed by this acting or this script. The only thing that impressed me in this whole thing was the monsters. When she got thrown in, in there at the bottom when she was supposed to be Sarah. Mm-hmm. The screaming CGI Sarah. The sequel lead-up. The fact that all her friends are still missing. The, one of the scary scenes was Ramon getting chased by that monster. That yes. was terrifying. Yes. That was scary. Yeah. I'm like, I got a blast. I will say. That and the, the corpse lady. Ramon was really the only character that I cared about. None of the acting was great, but none of it was bad. Disagree. Other than, what's his name, acting drunk. That was terrible. Which is weird, because he was good on Euphoria. He was, but I think on Euphoria, he had better direction. All he had to do was not honestly, say hi to Cat. Honestly, I fault like 60% of the issues with this movie to the director. I don't know who the director is, but he did not direct his cast well, and this cast was trying very hard, and he did not clean up the script. My, or she, or they. I don't know who it, the director it was, was. At least, uh, uh, cis passing dude. Okay. Um, because the only person who had money in this was Hank. Yeah, and Guillermo. Yeah, but his name was really on this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he put his name on this, and he saw the final bride, and he's like, "Oh, never mind." Uh, minus, minus, minus fourteen point <laughs> twelve point font. Yeah, I wish it Produced was... Produced by... Why is it blank? Oh, Guillermo del Torno's in the bottom left corner. Was this better than Crimson Peak? Yes. Lie. Crimson Peak I... was awful. Lie. Crimson Peak was trash. Lie. 
I wish this was better, but I also don't really care. But I only wish it was better because I'm tired of seeing bad movies. If yeah. you take me to see another bad movie, we're ending this podcast. I we did. Mean it. We did get AMC Stubbs a list because MoviePass is on a waiting list before we could sign up for it. Y'all won. Um, unfortunately, this was the first movie we used that for. Fuck. Our second one was pre-ordering tickets for it. Which I'm. <laughs> I'm. Oh, I'm so excited! It's gonna be I hope the microphone picked up your hand burning, oh, your hand be... sliding. It's gonna be such a good time. I just regret that Finn Wolfhard's in it, but I do want to pose this question a couple weeks prior so everyone could think about it. You were too close to the microphone for how loud you're being. <laughs> does Finn Wolfhard look like an adult, or does Bill Hader look like a child? I've been saying this. Finn Wolfhard. <laughs> you looks said like it's a... both. Yeah, Finn Wolfhard looks like a 30-year-old, 14-year-old, and Bill Hader looks like a 14-year-old, 40-year-old. I told you this before. I want Finn to do Barry. Like, if they yeah. ever do a flashback for Barry, I, really I hope want they it do. to be <laughs> I want them to have him on retainer, but you know Finn's a fickle bitch where he's like, eh. I want, yeah, I want there to be a Barry prequel starring Finn Wolfhard in even a flash, years. Even a flashback. Are you talking about, like, young Sheldon? Yes. Like they say, yes, Ugh. I want young Barrel. He was a marine. Could you imagine Finn Wolfhard being a marine? Yes, I can. Oh my that God. is what cinema has in store for us. I can already tell. I'm, if Finn Wolfhard is not in a military movie before 20, I will give every true. listener that's to this true. podcast $20. Um, I don't care about Jessica Chastain. Or is it Bryce Dallas Howard? Or is it <laughs> Amy? Fucking know. They're all no, the same no, no, person. It is Jessica Chastain in this one. They're all the same it's person. Jessica Chastain is the boy from the second season of The Wire. You're too close to the microphone for how loud you're being. It's an unknown boy, and then it is James McAvoy, who you I could, am the most disappointed with. You could just talk at a normal volume if you lean back a bit. This is called me being excited for Stephen King. Okay, but you can still lean back. We don't know Stephen. Are you Fat Joe? Why are you telling me to lean back? I am Fat Joe, thank you. I'm glad that you finally recognized this. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that one. Otherwise, we have nothing on... We might see Dora. We might see uh, Hall. Yeah, so before we do this, justice for Han. Uh, that's really when I want to lead our Hobbs and Shaw discussion if we go see the movie with. I'll clue you in Justice more for Gal Gadot. No, no one cares. We need to wrap up our thoughts on scary stories to tell in the dark. I just want to see a good movie for once. I hope the sequel is better. They're clearly. I'm not going to see a sequel. Like it opened that, up. No, that ass. I'm gonna. I'm getting a DVD. I'm not seeing a fucking oh, sequel. Oh well, I'm gonna go see the sequel by well, myself. I guess. Bitch, I'll be home wine drunk then because I'm not going to see a fucking sequel. Because I hope that they can get a better. If it's the same director and screenwriter, I'm worried. They're not gonna get a sequel. I doubt. They're it. gonna get a sequel. They opened up at number two this week. I think. Shitting me. I think they did. <laughs> Yeah, we're recording this late. It's Tuesday night, and we were supposed to record on Saturday. You just Not- us for being drunk on a Tuesday. Yeah, I know. Hey, shouts out, casual, you young, you youthful drinking. You tell them why? Uh, no, I don't. We had personal responsibilities that kept us from recording over the weekend. So, we're here today on a Tuesday. This will hopefully get posted on Wednesday, August 14th. Which means it's going to be Saturday. Wow. Thanks for your support. Yeah. My biggest fan. Well, do you have anything to say about this dumbass movie? Yeah, I hope the sequel's better. I really hope that if they have the same screenwriter, they listen to the criticism that they're getting because I haven't seen any criticism against the script that hasn't been right, and I haven't seen any criticism against the directing that has not been right. Like, this 
this movie had people trying other than the screenwriter and director, which are two of the most important places that you try. You can't make a good movie with a shitty script and a shitty director. Back to, to differ. You ever seen Transformers? I fail to see how that contradicts what I said. We'll watch it again. No, we will not. I gave all of the DVDs to your little brother, and I do not want them back. You think I can't get them back? <sighs> Please don't. He's I got those. Them, he's got those Toys R Us exclusives. I get them back right now. <laughs> all right, uh, we're gonna move on to. I, I by Bon Iver. Did you know that the album's name is pronounced I, I? I listened to it once through not looking at any of the tracks or anything. Because mm-hmm. I hated it. So that's Well, it. yeah. In case it, you don't know who it, Bon Iver is. It he's... ruined my book. I was listening to it reading it. Literally sat curdled my book. Wow. How dare you, Vernon? Justin. Vernon. Oh, shit. God damn it. <laughs> That's what I get trying to be clever. Yeah, go ahead. Um, so, Bonavere. Sure, though? Is it not Vernon Justin? No, it's not okay. that. Bonavere is a band with. Yeah, it's a band. Uh, with lead singer songwriter Justin Vernon from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yeah. Justin, my friend, hates Justin Vernon because. Justin also spent time in his youth in Eau Claire and does not see Justin Vernon as authentically an Eau Clarian. Uh, There's nothing that makes any... I mean, being from Wisconsin is a monolith. That's the only thing I would say that's a monolith. It's early drinking and bratwurst. Justin Vernon's parents were very wealthy and Eau Claire is not a particularly wealthy city. Anyway, this is their fourth album. His name is Justin DeArmond Edison Vernon. Okay, Justin Vernon. He uh, is part of the band Bon Iver that I am continually interrupted on my description of. This is their fourth album. Their immediate follow-up to 2016's 22 A Million. Sid, what were your thoughts? I hated that it wasn't for Emma Forever Ago, which is the only Bon Iver album I like, which is the only... Actually, just kidding. This is the... That and this one are the only Bon Iver albums I've listened to completion. It yeah. sounded like and I know, obviously, he was on Kanye's Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, but it felt like I was listening to that, minus Kanye. Like, it felt like I was listening to the outtakes for that, and I... Does yeah. that sound dumb? No, I remember listening to 22 Million and being like, oh, this is what happens if an indie white boy tried to make Jesus." It's 22 comma a million? Yeah. I'm looking at it. I think it's pronounced 22 a million. No, but, but so But this there's... one is the letter I... A comma, no space, yeah. the letter I. It's pronounced I, yeah. comma, I. Because there's I, comma, I, Boney Ver. Oh, 4MO was yeah. their first one. 4 Emma Forever Ago was the first album. I think Justin was the only person in the band at that time because he broke his leg and was recuperating in a cabin in northern Wisconsin and record, like wrote and recorded pretty much the whole album in this isolated cabin. 4MO Forever Ago is super good. Me and Ed Sheeran agree. You and Perks of Being a Wallflower? That's the Smiths. Oh, okay. Because that takes place in the 80s, so it can't be Bon Iver. I just meant you listening to it the same time you watched Perks being a wallflower. No. Okay, I'm getting them confused. I would have to look at my timeline. Alright, well, this is the follow-up. Instead of releasing the album on August 30th like they promised, they decided to release a song an hour for 12 hours, 14 hours, however many songs long this album is on... August 8th, with the full release coming August 9th. 
it was like a hostage situation, but like. But no, still, but they were like, no, please kill your hostages. Yeah, it was like we were still in danger because it was not fun. But it's like every hour on the hour, I'll release a single. It was like, oh, please don't. No. It was like like a threat. I'm gonna admit, I was talking shit. I like this album. Yeah. What? Yeah. This is the first I'm here. I thought we were I know, gonna go we were, in agreed. Oh, we were. I was quiet yeah. about this one because you really hated it, I and I'm like, I cannot date so, you. I can't date you. <laughs> How could I possibly? I didn't love this album, but I enjoyed it. How could it. I possibly? You have betrayed me more times in this single solo dolo podcast this is coming from the girl who's defending dirty dancing to me so they take a step back from the experimental noise shit that they did in 22 a million and they definitely go for a more thorough blend of the experimental electronic sounds of shit like woods while mixing that with things from like bon Iver and for for emma forever ago like, they do a much better blend, because my big issue with 22 A Million was it was just so experimental that it felt unenjoyable. Whatever well, wants to find it for me. But I, I did enjoy this one. I don't think it was great. I have listened to it t- twice now. This and the Slipknot album were the only albums I've listened to more than once it so far. It sounded offensive. Like, there were some songs where I'm like, y'all aren't Whatever you're trying to do, this is not it. There were a lot of notable artists working on it, and a lot of, I mean, notable in, as far as the indie, se- in, uh, indie scene goes. Like, Moses Sumney was associated with it in some ways, and I can't figure out how, but I'm pretty sure I recognize his voice as part of a choir in one of the songs. I don't even remember which song. And, yeah, shouts out Moses Sumney. Supposedly, they've got a new album coming out this year. And A Romanticism was my favorite album of 2017. 16, 17. I think it was 17. I don't know dates. I just know it's a great album. Go stream. That's my pick for this week. But, yeah, so talk about why you didn't like it, Sid. You hater. Why are you so anti-Wisconsin, your First, birth state? That's not doxing. Wisconsin's a big state. The first Sid from Waupon, Wisconsin. The first song was literally <laughs> just an audio recording of them talking. I'm like, yeah, this but is that's, not starting off well. That's basically all albums everywhere. I have 30 minutes for lunch. Okay. I am It's hour- a 40-minute album, I and am, the first song I, is I less am, than a minute. I am hourly. I don't guess how to waste... You wasted my time. No song hit, and like my biggest disappointment is always hitting the star songs on Apple Music, and I'm not being star worthy. Instrumental, Stars? instrumental was okay. It just wasn't good. So, I didn't like no parts. I didn't like lyrically bad. Instrumentally not great. Uh, pacing wasted my time. Like if it's not sad boy, if I can't listen right now, I'm gonna say this. Hoiser got the crown. Is that how you say his name? Hoiser. 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 That sounds fake. Hosier got the crown. He is gonna take me to church forever. Did you not listen to his album where he said Nina Oh no 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 You told you tried to yeah. hey, you tried to tell me It's Nope So listen, offensive Take Me to Church That's where we at Take Me to Church was like not even Sam Smith levels of offensive. His newest album was like, Yes, I too am a black American. It was bad. Listen guys you are where you choose to be in time. I might I put Cried Power be. is our outro song. 
Just so people can hear how bad it is. Not as long as I am black on this podcast. <laughs> I need to play that Not one song for you just so you can understand yeah. what I'm talking about. We'll break up. I'm black. Stop. Stop. Listen. You choose to be where you want to be. Okay? And I want to be back before Hozier did this stuff. Hozier? Hozier? Hozier. Hozier. I want to go back <laughs> I like before. how you refuse to pronounce it the way I'm telling you it's Wait pronounced. Wait till we get stuck about Maltese Falcon. But yes, um, all I will know is that and do she sweet like cherry wine. That song. <laughs> the two big songs he's ever had. The only um, two singles. Ask me if I listened to Hoyzer's album. No, I know they, you didn't. Yeah, the answer is no. <laughs> you would even listen to his debut album. Is that Hoyzer? Maybe. What's his <laughs> I don't remember the name of the album. It's I the don't one... listen to albums. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. Okay. Um. But so why didn't you like this one? I already said it. You literally just compared him to Hozier and gave him. No, oh, I said it before. You can go back. Okay. You can listen to me and pay me for my Ooh. time. I said that the instrumental wasn't that great. Lyrics weren't that great. It was a waste of my time. I said it. I'm not going to say it again. Okay. I more know what I like and don't like than how to explain it. Well. And this was such a fucking conglomerate. I just. Listen. I. Bring, I rang up Chief. And he right. said this ain't it. Well, I really like the instrumental blend from what they had of their old indie shit and their blend of, like, the experimental stuff that they've been going towards now. Uh, it's very... I think it was a well-made blend. I really enjoyed it. I will definitely revisit this album and pick out a few songs that I'm gonna listen to. Um. No. But I liked it. Um, Bon songwriting has gotten better since their last album. Because I don't want to hear him talk about washing his feet in a creek while sucking the dick of an auto-tune vocoder box. That's not what he did. So what it sounded like. Don't put that on his name. Uh, I mean, I'll play you Creek and you can tell me. I'm not listening to those songs as well. But yes, <laughs> that's where we're at with this uh, split apparently. And sleeping... Give it, what would you give it out of 10? Sleeping in separate beds tonight is what I would give it out of 10. Can you give it a number? You want me to give my number to the people so I can stop sleeping on the couch? Because yes. we're single. How many times are we going to break up just this podcast alone? A lot. These are your worst we're takes. We're the ultimate on again, off again. These are your worst yeah, takes. Yeah, wait till I give Maltese Falcon a 10 out of 10. Ross and wait, Rachel, we are not. Because <laughs> we're not taking no breaks. We is solo dolo. So what would you give Bonavere's I comma I out of 10? Zero out of 10. That ass shit was a waste wow. of my fucking time. I didn't like no part of it. I'm not even going to lie. All right. Well, I'm I feeling... I don't remember the shit. I'm feeling an 8 out of 10, which rounds it to a 4 out of 10. So check it out if you're into indie music, I guess. But confirm his math first. <laughs> Zero plus 8 is 8 divided by 2 is 4. <laughs> okay. Um, We're going to move on to our next one. The 1941 masterpiece. Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon. Maltese Falcon. They literally said it so many times in the movie. I we're don't saying know how the you same thing. It. No, we're not. You're from, saying Mal. From Malta. Mal. From Malta. Spain? Maltese. Where is Malta? I don't know. Hey Siri, where is Malta? I can't locate people here. God damn it. Sorry about that. She is so useless. At least, even if Alexa listens and gives our shit to the feds, at least she could give me an accurate... I hey, think it's Spain. I think it's Spain. Hey, Siri, where is Maltese? Hey, Siri, where is Malta? 
his Malta, audience officially wants. known as the Republic of Malta, is a southern European island country consisting of an archipelago in the Mediterranean so like Sea. Mediterranean. 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 Yeah, so like Ibiza. No. no, it's like Greece. Greece is a country. In Mediterranean. Landlocked. I mean, like, it's on the ocean, it's but in, it's not it's an It's Mediterranean. Island. Yeah, but Greece isn't an island. It's Mediterranean. So is Ibiza. It's Mediterranean. I'm just saying, I think my comparison Maltese Falcon starring Maltese Falcon. Bogart Humphrey Bogart. Ingrid Bergman. That was a guess. Is it Ingrid? Ingrid. Ingrid? Ingrid. We are saying the same thing. No, we are not. It Why are you so bad at pronouncing anything that's not... Pronouncing white stuff? Because I don't care. Maltese and Ingrid. I mean, I guess Ingrid is technically... Uh, I've not liked an Ingrid since Ingrid Michaelson. Okay. Yeah, it's about a jewel robbery or something. I fell asleep. Um, how many times did I fall asleep? Can you know what? You know what? Count? You know what? It's not Ingrid Bergen. It's uh, Mary Astor. Ingrid Bergman was, I believe, in um, uh, Casablanca, Fuck, which we're not discussing. Plaguing me. We're not discussing. Maltese Falcon. How many times did I fall asleep? That's what I want to start this off with. How many times did you fall asleep? I'm asking you. You watched me. I could like what I thought I fell. You asleep, closed your eyes. And I thought the... I fell asleep four times, but I was listen. I was fluttering. I was hitting hard. Yeah, if I we're counting you fluttering, where you close so your eyes and your head moves and you like wake 25. back up, we put it at like fifteen yeah. twenty. Like, Everybody times you genuinely fell asleep like three. I was trying but, so hard. I'm like, stay okay. awake, stay awake, stay awake, and that's why I couldn't figure out what was happening. Maltese, so like, stay awake. Okay, Maltese Falcon, 1941 movie stars Humphrey Bogart, who's a private detective. He is trying to help this woman, played by Mary Astor, uh, follow this guy who she is worried is going to kill her husband, sister, sister. He is going to kill her sister because he is like essentially kidnapped her sister. Humphrey Bogart, whose character's name is Sam, sends his partner out to do the investigation. Sam's partner ends up dead. The guy who shot Sam's partner ends up dead. No one knows who... Allegedly shot his partner. Yeah, no one knows what happened. Uh, And we are not giving spoiler context for this 70 billion year old movie. 78? Not 70 billion. Still fresh in the minds of the public. The white public. <laughs> it's not the fresh in the minds of any public. I'm just being annoying. Fresh in the minds of the white public. <sighs> white people our age don't know this movie unless they're movie nerds. Spike like Lee. Myself. Spike Lee knows this movie. Spike Lee knows this movie, but Spike Lee's old and shitty. Yeah. So, uh, Sam's trying to figure out what happened. He didn't really trust Mary Astor's story. He also was being investigated by the police because the police think he killed him because Sam was also sleeping with his partner's wife. Um, what's We've... his name? Frank Sinatra? What? Who's the, no, who's the guy? Who? Sam Spade? Yeah, what's his name? Frank's... Humphrey... Humphrey Bogart! Yeah. Sorry, sorry. They look the same. Um, He's shitty. He is super shitty to his secretary. And that's, I know that's super the funny time. that you say that Humphrey Bogart looks like Frank Sinatra because... Humphrey Bogart's widow almost got married to Frank Sinatra. But, okay, but after, Frank Sinatra also after Humphrey Bogart died. Frank Sinatra almost got married to to uh, Marilyn Monroe. Well, that too. <laughs> but like, no, they look alike. And also, but like, I know it's for the time he was super shitty to his secretary. He was mm-hmm. sleeping with his partner's wife. This was take a struggle. Look, I know time period, but like, talk right. about him as a person. No, fuck the time period. Talk about him as a person right now. 
He was a shitty person. Right. He was a womanizer. He was, he was trying to sleep with his secretary. He, he was, was sleeping like, with his partner's he wife. Like, he was trying to sleep with his woman. He was, listen, if there he was, was like, thank you, precious. Like, who the fuck are you talking to? Thank you for the bitch. If I there was a cis woman, he was in it. Like, he was trying to get in it. He was like, oh, you're a doll. Like, pay me more. Your doll and sweetheart was not sexualized. That was just, uh, that was the it's way people talked in the 1940s. so condescending. It's yes. still, cause also all she was doing was calling people. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, I called this person. They said they're here." And he's yeah. like, "You're a doll. You uh, saved my hind, right. sweetheart." Thank you, precious. Like, bitch, go choke and die. She was putting hits on him. <laughs> she was like, "I'm hey, gonna okay. use the last okay. thing I Back do." Back to the story. Back to the story. Back to the story. <laughs> With Frank Sinatra. Humphrey Bogart, a.k.a. Sam Spade, a.k.a. Frank Sinatra, goes and investigates. He finds out that she's looking for the Maltese Falcon. There's another guy... Uh, you need to give... No one knows what the Falcon is. You need to give premise. It is... Well, at this point, they don't know what I did. There's this other guy played by Peter Lore, whose last name is Cairo. I don't remember his first name. They just call him Cairo. Is also looking for the Falcon. We find out that the Falcon is a... thing from the Crusaders. We it, find that out in the beginning of the movie. No, we yes, find it out... Yes, because there's the... Remember, it's oh, the, from yeah, the yeah. Scroll, there's the the Star Wars text, which was completely unnecessary because they explained everything in that. Well, in so the movie. so we did not. Okay, Maltese Falcon is a thing from the Crusades. The Crusades killed all these people in the Middle East, stole all their gold and jewels, and then they, as like a gift to the king, melted all the gold into the shape of a falcon and then encrusted it with all these jewels. And then on its shipment from the Middle East back to Spain or England, uh, it dis it disappeared, and no one was ever able to find it. It's been tracked down and disappeared and tracked down and disappeared over and over again since the Crusades up until at the time, present day. They finally found it. A guy bought it. It's disappeared. He's trying to get his hands back on it since he paid for it. No one really knows what's going on. Sam's trying to figure it out. That bird is taking flight himself. Like, that bird is just possessed. <sighs> but yeah, so what do you think about it? Give us your overview of thoughts. I feel like I honestly can't because I did take quite a few mini naps during this mm -hmm. no part of it held my interest i'm sure the acting was fine but i think i don't like old movies um it's just weird because you like double indemnity when i showed it to you and i would say double that, indemnity okay. is the worst movie because she was getting them i need to care like i was in it for the one the woman in that one right i i'm gonna say it because whatever get at me i hate citizen kane I have you tried to watch it twice. It, so I tried to watch it twice. Seriously. I had to Wikipedia it because I could not stay awake. I tried to watch it separate from you by myself. I had a lamp on. It was the middle of the day. It was like 3 o'clock. And I fell asleep. And I don't take naps. I hate old movies. I think the acting is corny. I think the cinematography or the way they cut it is corny. Like, And it's all fake. And I know why it's fake because it's old. But I, I can't get with that. And also, it's really hard to see myself in it. Because I don't fall into the woman category. I don't fall into the black category because there is none. So <laughs> it's really hard to give a shit. Like, I think the oldest movie I like, like, Beyond Double Indemnity, like, it's not like, uh, what's, it, what's, what's the serial killer movie? Silence of the Lambs? Like, Titanic. Silence of the Lambs, Titanic. Those are not old movies. They're from the midnight. These are the oldest movies I like. That's what I'm saying. Didn't you say you like Breakfast Club and Dirty Dancing? Breakfast Club is okay. Dirty Dancing is okay. But, like, that I suspend my, like, being black for, like... You like Double Indemnity? I'm really... I said Beyond Double Indemnity. So the two German movies that said keep trying to call Nazi movies that I bought from the Criterion Collection are Fritzling's M and uh, Vampire. Vampire, which are both German movies from 1931, and I am very excited to get her thoughts. Can't wait to take a nap.
go and sleep. Okay. I just, I'm not trying to be shitty. I just do This not podcast like is going to age terribly when people listen to it. I'm like, what the fuck does going sleep mean? Do you mean going to sleep? Anyway, I didn't like it. And I'm sure it's fine. I just didn't like it. And I don't like Casablanca. He's in Chinatown too, right? No. Oh. Chinatown's yeah, from know. the 70s. It's Jack Nicholson and Roman Polanski directing it. I wish I knew what was going on. Oh. Cause I'm not even that when drunk. When Roman Polanski, I'm, listen, I'm not even that drunk. I just don't know what's going on, y'all. If I can find it, you saw by Chinatown, but I'm not giving Roman Polanski none of my dollars. Did and he I'm really bleeding. cut that boy's nose? What? He really cut that boy's nose? Roman Polanski? Or are you talking about the movie? In the movie when they cut his nose, that was for reals. I don't. Know. I heard that was for real. I don't know. Jack Nicholson was the one with the face covering all the whole time, and I don't imagine Jack Nicholson's like, yeah, I cut my face off. So I'm gonna say I don't think it actually happened, but I don't know. Fuck it, face off. Anyway, fuck Roman Polanski. I'll buy his movies when he's dead. Yeah. As long as he's not piss on his grave. As long as he's not profiting, that's when I can make my moral break. But I cannot support a pedophile while he's living, breathing. That's so shitty because like him and Sharon Tate didn't have that baby. So who? What's his estate go to? No one. Probably back to the studio. Like MGM. Probably or Universal or whoever. Yeah. I don't. I don't know who made Chinatown. I don't know offhand. Monopoly. Reverse. Go back to you. Oh, that's, at no. this point, by the time Roman Polanski dies, it'll be going to Disney. That's funny. Um, what do you think of the movie? You said I love uh, it. It's one of the best movies ever made. Ten out of ten. Uh, this is the. I don't even want to talk to you no more. This is one of the pinnacles of noir cinema. This really set the landscape for everything. Double Indemnity kind of changed and developed noir into what it is, but Maltese Falcon was one of the first like real noir films. I think it's important from a historical and cinematically culturally significant context, but it's also just still super good and enjoyable. And it's it's a movie that I could throw on at any time and half watch and still enjoy. Noir films is literally like say who stole that bird of prey. No, say not. and then at the end of the movie's like, well, we didn't figure out what the bird was, but we locked away a good woman for no reason. It's like when they tip Prisoners their head and they're with like, Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman say, is borderline say, noir. Who did that, Shay? You know what I'm talking about? No. You don't know that impression? What are you trying to do? Are you this trying to do the Mid-Atlantic accent? Shay, who, who locked up my... You see here, we're going to have a problem, Shay. Like that. You sound like you're a drunk Sean Connery pretending he's American. I wish I knew... Is Sean Connery the one that beat him Madonna? No, that's Sean Penn. Yeah, I wish Sean I knew... Sean Connery was is... Scottish James Bond. I wish I knew what was going on. I'll say that once again. This is the most lost I've been in a hot minute. Um, I'm trying to think of I find it hard to believe you don't understand my impression when you watch so much Simpsons. Have you ever seen Reservoir Dogs by Tarantino? That's considered neo-noir. No, because you told me it's Gory's right up there. It's not Gory at all. I heard that's his goriest. No. Yes. There's literally... No, I deadass heard that was his gory shit. You were absolutely lied to. You told me a duty No, I did A character is shot in the stomach and you see him like holding the stomach with blood stains on his shirt and a character's ear is cut off off screen. There is no on-screen gore because he hadn't... He had no budget for gore. Pulp Fiction is gorier just from Uma Thurman getting the life-saving injection into her heart. Okay, well, well, no, I've not seen it. Okay, well, check that out, and then you can see Neo Noir. I don't think I like Noir. Am I saying that right, Stickler? Yes, you enjoy, you enjoy Tarantino. Racist as he is, you like his movies. Mm. 
You literally have said Django Unchained is his best movie on multiple occasions. Yeah, gun to your head, pick a Tarantino movie to like. If you're like, hey, you want to watch a Tarantino movie? No you thanks. rated Once Upon a Time in Hollywood well. We yes, literally have the reference. Watched, it's, it's not like, I'm like, ooh, let me go see. Like, we, you like it. My dad liked it. A lot of, enough people in my life like it where I have to see it. Okay. I don't, you know, he has his flaws, which are well documented. I'm never like, let's put on Django. Or let's put on, and the one movie I like of his that I would put on, True Romance, you say he doesn't claim that, so there's no point. He kind of claims True Romance, but he wrote it. He doesn't claim Natural Born Killers. That I've was the one where he, it's okay. It is one of his most over, it is the most overrated Tarantino movie with the singular exception of Kill Bill because, again, keeping it true with the pop take part of our shit, Kill Bill's trash. The only Kill Bill is thing... not good. Kill Bill is not only the worst of Tarantino's shit, it is just all around bad. The only thing I know Natural Born Killers from is the Columbine book. Like, I don't know anything about this movie. We'll watch it at some point. It's not awful. It's just not that good. I think I have it on Blu-ray. I can go look in a minute. You don't. No? I know your movies more than you do for some odd reason. Because you're the one who looks at them more and then says that you don't want to watch any of my dusty yeah, cinema I'm, selections. Judgy. I know what you got, and they're all duds. Ooh, I'm going to put on a Kiru pretty soon for you. Going to sleep. Shouts out that Japanese depression post-war shit. There's none of these movies are interesting. Is this what it's like to be a movie nerd? Because none of these movies are interesting. They are interesting if you care about cinema. What are you even looking at? Okay, back to what do you, Maltese Falcon? <laughs> I gave it a zero. You gave it a zero. I gave it a nap time. You gave it a zero. I, I gave it a, it a ten out of ten. Since my night opinion night. is the only one that said, matters, ten sleep. out of ten. Listen, you got this. Mo- hey, listen, your boyfriend want to watch a dusty movie? You want to convince him that you give a shit about his hobbies, but really you just want to catch a couple Z's? Perfect. Hopefully, he is so engrossed in the movie he won't notice that you're asleep. That was my Look. fault. That's where I fucked up. He noticed I was asleep. I literally woke her up on more than one occasion. You kept fucking tapping me. I'm like, let me go to sleep. I'm like, let me rest. I'm like, is this what I do to you? Because if it is, I'll stop. Before you disregard my opinion entirely because you saw Casablanca and hated it, I hate Casablanca too. Casablanca is not good. It yeah, does not. you are caping for this Frank Sinatra movie. This is not. Casablanca's trash. Casablanca is not worthwhile. Frank Sinatra's been acting. It's not good, and it's certainly not cinematically important enough to be remembered as much as it is. We can't do this, because you could talk about this forever. As well, I was going to say, say, watch Citizen Kane instead. Don't. insert. Listen to this clip instead. We're going to insert Of My Way by Frank Sinatra. Absolutely not. Frank Sinatra will sue us from the grave. Oh my! Uh, you are concerned about lawsuits from using intro music for songs like albums we talk about, but you're not going to do this, no. On my drunk uh, songs I've cried to playlist is My Way by Frank Sinatra. I shit I, you not. Will I make you cry if I sing that one too, like I did the Dirty Dancing song? Yes, but just because you can't sing. <laughs> like that Thanks. one, I can only hear Thanks. Frank sing. I don't know okay. about no Frank Sinatra, but that's All right. it. We're going to move into the album that only I listened to this week. It is... Oh, I'm sorry. Did I bother you? What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was taking another nap. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. And, and do, your, do your show. Do your show. Yeah? Do your show. Is that okay? That's the... Do you remember Titchers did that to Andy Cohen when he was being racist? No. I sent you that clip. And he was like, do your show, girl. Go ahead. I don't remember that. Do your show. Go ahead. We Are Not Your Kind uh, by Slipknot. It is their sixth studio album, their follow-up to 2015's Point Five, The Grey Chapter. You told me there's a, a boy in this band, his name is Tortilla Man. Oh, so... No, no controversy, just confirm. No I, controversy. Listen, don't give no stories. 
We're already there are nine. Yeah, yeah, there are nine members in the band. They all wear masks and they all were completely anonymous until like their arrest record showed them because they were getting pulled over for like drunk driving and shit. And that was how they found out who they are. There's this guy Chris Fenn in the band who started suing uh, Corey and Sean. I Clown. Like I told you not to do this. I know. I'm keeping this super short. This could be an hour and a half long discussion on its own, and I'm keeping it really short. Uh, Tortilla Man. So Chris Fenn sued them because he thought Corey and Sean were taking more money from the band in like terms of merchandise and tour shit than anyone else was. So he got kicked out of the band for that, and they put in a new person who no one knows and no one will reveal his name because they don't want him to because they wanted the anonymity that they had. And they just call him Tortilla Man because of the mask that he wears. It looks like and a tortilla? Pretty much. It's a tortilla with a face? I'll make that our album cover on SoundCloud if I post this on SoundCloud. Um... But no one knows who he is, and everyone has all these guesses. And I want to say for all the maggots out there, I have no idea who it is. Maggots, you, you know, like how you have Aryanators and shit. Maggots are Slipknot fans. Is this something you're proud of? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll defend Slipknot to the end of time. I don't really have much to say about this conversation, so I'm gonna take let well, you take the lead. The only thing I do have to say is, when you're driving to Maryland. You were trying to stay awake. I was literally... Listen, and you played that screamy song. I woke up in a cold sweat, flush panic. And it was dark. And we just... Like, we were in racist areas. I have not been more scared. (laughs) No, I was genuinely... Like, I woke up. Like, you know how a dog wakes up when you freak it out and it's gonna, like, piss itself? No. You've never startled a dog? Not to the point that I thought it was going to piss itself. I I think all dogs are going to piss themselves. No, I was genuinely, because I also, I had leaned my seat back too, so I was like right near the speaker, and that shit hit, and I woke up like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, and you're like, oh, you can go back to bed. I'm like, no, no, sir. No, I'm awake. So I don't remember what song it was specifically. It was Bring Your Own Bombs? Yeah, it was System of a Down. I think it was BYOB. You said that because you played it for me here, and I'm still... I can't listen to that. I'm terrified of that, that song. That's one of the more aggressive System of a Down songs, I, but that was not Slipknot. You played it for me during the day in our living room, and I am terrified. Yeah, that screaming, why did they always send the poor to kick off that song? I'll go. I'll go to war to not hear that song. <laughs> I'm sorry. I won't hit up my life to not have to do that. Okay. Um, anyway. But, so I don't like this kind of music. Anyway, yeah. So, Tortilla Man, no one knows who he is. I have no horse in the race. I don't know who he is, but I think it's super fucking funny that there's a theory going around that it's Chris Fenn, who was in the middle of a lawsuit and then just decided to completely anonymize himself by rejoining the band under a different pseudonym and no one knows that it's him. We can't let this podcast go on another year. You called yourself a maggot on public television. <laughs> I said, I said to my fellow maggots, yes, that is not calling myself maggot. one. Okay. Fellow. Fellow okay. is, yes. Anyway, this is their second album since the death of Paul Gray, who died in 2010. He was the bassist. He's been in the band longer than almost every other artist. Is that the name of the album? Or no. Is that Paul Gray is the name? name of the bassist. The okay. album is called... Okay, because that could be called, you know, the album could be called The Death of Paul Gray. No, the album was called Point Five The Gray Chapter. This album is called We Are Not Your Kind. So, okay, before no, I... No, we yeah. can't give context yeah, yeah. to speed into it. I'm, I'm just giving context to this. No, don't give context. Talk about your review. I'm trying to talk if about the listen, album. Listen, if you listen to Slipknot, great. If you don't, don't. Talk about your review. Now. I'm trying to. You keep interrupting me. You're trying to give unnecessary You've been interrupting context. me for the last hour and 24 minutes. I have been a fan of Slipknot since I was in fifth grade. Like, I have a connection to him that is hard to break, and I know it's important. What? 
Why are you shaking your hand? I've been a big fan of them for a long time. Paul Gray was one of my favorite musicians. He died when I was like 14, 13. Fucked me up real bad. I like still am not completely over it because he was very important to me. So I've not really been able to accurately judge Slipknot just on their merits on their own. They're a very important band. Like I was super into Green Day when I was in early elementary school. I listened to all their albums like I had American Idiot on repeat. And then I got into Slipknot and I was still super into them when All Hope Is Gone came out and then Paul Gray died and they went on hiatus and their next album came out after I'd finished high school. How did you die? Uh, accidental drug overdose. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. Uh, their drummer got kicked out of their band. Supposedly was still super addicted to drugs, but he's yeah he's still for I I think he's still the lead singer and drummer for Murder Dolls. Um, My Chemical Romance had shit like that. Like their guy, I think his name was Frank, was like heavy into drugs. They they do shit like that. Yeah. Um. Review the album. But anyway, I fucking love this album. Um, I do not really see a scenario in which this album does not wind up being in my top 10 of the year. It's currently in my top 5, and I think it's fairly possible that it'll get displaced from that, but I don't see it coming out of my top 10 unless a lot of great albums come between now and then. Um, this is a return to form for them. This is easily their best album other than maybe Iowa. They and Tom Waits are my two must-sees live before I or the band or Tom Waits dies like these are bands I am determined to see live I almost I literally almost drove to Iowa to go see them perform last weekend but their tickets were $155 to go see them perform and I couldn't make that call when it's a I think eight or nine hour drive to Des Moines but I am determined to go see them live at some point. I'm going to make sure it happens. They are... If you pl- figure out when they launch their tour, we could be in Iowa that weekend. I know, but you are not going to have a good time at a Slipknot concert. No, but I have a hotel room. Yeah, Do I, I guess have to so. go? No. Because I can't. Yeah, I know. Just with No, I know. I metal... Like, Iowa first, metal second, Iowa again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah. I can't. My safety is at stake in that. No, I get that. You said mosh pit? Like, I'm not trying to end up in no pit. You don't have to be in a mosh pit at a metal concert if you don't want to. Listen, isn't the whole ground, the, the floor is a mosh pit, like the floor no. is lava. It's so easy to avoid a mosh pit at a metal concert. Speaking from experience, it's easy to avoid a mosh pit in a metal concert. We went to that drag show you couldn't hear. I think metal's going to be worse for me. Also, I'm going to be scared. I'm going to be in the corner hyperventilating. Like, this music, I don't know why it bothers me physically, but it it scares me. I can it's try. Right, no. If you want to give it a sincere I chance don't. at some point, I can try and transition you into it. I don't. It. It's frightening. It is always, it's frightening but, my entire life. Why yeah. do you think I couldn't go to Hot Topic? Yeah. I had to go with, you know, people. But yeah, uh, a lot of complaints from, uh, point three, volume three, the subliminal chapter. I don't remember the name of the album, but that one and all of the I know you're not asking me. No, I know. Uh, volume three. Volume three and all hope is gone. Both got criticism. Are you telling me to pause? No. Okay. Volume three and uh, all hope is gone got a lot of criticism because Corey Taylor was definitely directing Slipknot into a more stone sour sound than what he was doing before. So what would you rate it? This one, I'm feeling like a nine and a half out of ten okay um i don't know slipknot's gotten a lot better over the years like Corey slipknot said trans lives matter 
And then a third so, of metal canceled them. So there's Smash Mouth, so... <laughs> They're not as good as Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth's politics are very it, on point. But I'm saying anyone can say that. Yeah, it's, metal is a third... I know, but I, it, you're... you're So, Trans Lives Matter, that's baseline. The bar is the floor, right? So you're commending them for saying it within the context of metal, which I understand. But if you're... If you... How you are with your politics is trying to use that as brownie points for them... You need to walk off this podcast right now. I'm not trying to give it as many points. I'm just saying, like, as far as metal shit goes, that's... Metal is, like, a third, like, disaffected, angry, queer people, people of color, queer people of color, and, like, a third, uh, like, kids whose parents got divorced when they were children and never got over that and are still super angry, and then, like, a third white nationalists. So you hit that point where... A lot of metal gets angry for people taking positions on politics that are not complete dog shit and then that can actually significantly affect record sales so i'm not trying to say that it's brave or courageous for them to do it but it's something that like they went out of their way to do and i can appreciate them doing that in a genre that is not incredibly welcoming to them for doing that part of the reason that i have distanced myself from being very active in the metal community is because of how shitty so many of the bands are yeah, I've heard that. Um, like, you have all of these white nationalist bands coming from, like, the Sweden-Norway area of the Europe, the European metal. It's I heard just, yeah, the German shit I heard is bad. Germans are okay, Russians are okay, they have some shitty parts, but, like, German metal and Russian metal on the whole is alright. It's mostly Sweden and Norway. Maybe. A lot of those places I get confused with. Yeah. Um, but they've done shit like that. Corey Taylor has called for gun control at a Slipknot concert after the El Paso shooting, which will also further distance them. Like, they're, they're trying hard to put their politics into this shit and make change for, like, for how shitty metal fandom can be, I would say that it's good even if it's not particularly impressive for what should be going on in our society but like it's also an unfortunate thing that saying like trans rights or human rights is considered controversial like it's shitty that we're in a position in society where that's not a universally accepted thing yeah but i really like this album i think that it was very well put together i love pretty much all of it i'm glad that they were able to mix the rock sound that Corey and jim have done throughout stone sour better into the harder more aggressive metal shit that slipknot has been doing their whole careers uh, it's nice to hear Corey screaming instead of just singing for an entire hour-long album again but yeah I would definitely recommend it to anyone who's interested in hard rock or metal. Uh, you if you're not, nine, I... Nine out of ten, you said? Nine and a half, yeah. Um, if people are not into metal or want an introduction, I don't know if I would consider this one. So tweet at us or DM us or something, and I will give you better gateways into the harder rocks and metals before we get there. But, yeah, those are, those are my general thoughts. Um, what was your book that you read this week? The Godfather, unfortunately. Give us a rundown on it. I've never heard of this before. 
Um, well, you know how Italians are POC. True. Um, so it's really giving you the POC. Mayo with olive oil. The POC struggle of being an olive oil importer um, who also well, runs a crime ring. Are they actual olive oil or are they counterfeit? It's actual counterfeit olive oil. Counterfeit olive oil is a big problem in the U.S. For, but what is the front for is the question. Mm. Everything. Do you know that the Italian mafia still smuggles in fake olive oil to sell in the United States? I actually have nothing else to say about this book led by the book. <laughs> I did not know the Italian mafia was so prevalent. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not to the extent that they were during the time of the Godfather, like they're significantly weaker now, but the Italian. Why is it? Uh, FBI. Okay. Uh, yeah. Dorico. Dorico is what brought him down. My name is not Rico. Go by the book. No, Rico Laws. No, I know. So I'm saying I I am not Rico Laws. I have no power. Go by the book. That's all I have to say. 10 out of 10. Mario Puzo wrote it, right? Yes. He's dead now, right? Yes, but his kids are not. (laughs) He's not Italian. No, he is. He's Italian-American. Isn't he? I don't know these people's lives. The majority of strength in the Italian mafia is in Italy, so unless we're going to do a live show in Italy, that's we have nothing the, to be That's not what the, the book said. Yes, the book was written about the 60s or 50s. 40s. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was wrong, and it's even farther back. It's like 45. Yeah. 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 Uh, I don't the, know. I, it, it's about some, some Ita- a bunch of Italian families, and they do guns and business and making your bones and be a man and horse heads and blood and Al Capone. No, yeah, Al Capone and um, uh, Al Pacino and... <laughs> Al Pacino um, was not in The Godfather. Yes, he, yes, he was. was. I'm thinking of Robert De Niro. Duty. That. You're the one who keeps insisting Robert De Niro's been in The Godfather and I've gotten so used to you being wrong that if you say a name was in the... You'd be like, Marlon Brando was in The Godfather and I will fight you on it at this point. Yeah, but uh, make your bones... Uh, white women uh, shooting and offer can't refuse big and dicks horse head and big dick energy and my daughters <laughs> you're gonna come to me on my daughter's wedding and uh, big throbbing pulsing cocks and hey. vagina surgery and loose vaginas and don't church, want that church and oh definitely don't want that <laughs> um alcoholism hey failed kidneys singing records i'm glad that they brought up the serious issue of alcoholism in this otherwise completely serious book hitting their wives going to italy your wife being pregnant with your kid your car being exploded just the worst i killed your wife and your unborn child no 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 no, listen listen that evens it out a little bit he goes hey yeah babe you can you can drive my car like paul mccartney (gasps) said he killed him what he killed? No, him no, no. They were car. after him. Well, yes, but they were after him, and they bugged his car. That sounds and he's like Scarface. The car started to. He's like, no. And he go back to America. Would have. Did they write in slow motion? No. Um, hard to say. Subtext, obviously, but yeah, a lot of stuff. It was almost five hundred pages. Ask me if I recommend this book. Do you recommend this book? No. What would you give it out of 10? Nothing. Watch the movie. What did you give it on Goodreads? Um, can you talk for a second? I'll look it up. Uh, yeah, so we're going to watch the movie at some point soon because she has only seen it once. And That's the a, movie... Look, I know of the book. I've never read it. I have always known that the book like was a mess and that the movie greatly improved on it, as did the video game. Because it's not well written... The story is okay, but every... And I said this in my review on Goodreads. I gave it a 3 out of 5, which is the same. That's way too generous from what you were just saying. I think I gave... 
I think I gave I gave Cell a two. Okay. So What's for, the worst book you've rated on your Goodreads? Do you have a one out of five? I don't have a one. I have two, which is Cell by Stephen King, which is the worst rated book I've read this year. Um, because I don't I don't I try not to read books that bad, or I quit them if I right. hit that. But every good part of this book. Do you want to plug you could, your Goodreads? No. Okay. Every part of this book you can watch on the movie, and that's what I said in my review. Was like, there's no part of this book that is better than the movie. So right. do not waste your time. Get it from the library if you're really pressed. But we, I paid like fifteen dollars for it. Hate, hate that. Well, if you decide, there's to two continue. Chipotle burritos. There's two burritos worth of money. That's half a week's Chipotle for oh you. Oh my god. That's four days of Chipotle for you. And I wasted it on what? Well, if you decide to continue the series, I do still have the last dawn on paperback. I read two chapters and quit. Yeah, you said this is the good one. I believe this yeah. is his best. I yeah. again, I haven't really dug into Mario. He has Buzo. five. He has five books. Okay. He has like five books, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap. I'm gonna tap. Y'all won. Y'all it. win. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna move into our last subject of discussion for this week, which is the album "Now Not Yet" by Half Alive. You wanna do Boz's album? Oh, we can do. Bo- I forgot about Boz. Okay, well, we we'll do that do quick because that's a that's a four song EP. Boz released a new EP this week called Milk. I or, I'm to, sorry, Spilled Milk. I listened to three out of four songs. She did not listen to Amnesia I, featuring Ari Lennox and Kid Dominant. I could not bring myself to do just something about finishing a project sits wrong with me. That's why you've never finished a book. <laughs> 68 this year and counting. 68 minus 25 pages of each book. She just like that's a lot. Stop lying on my good name. People are gonna think that I'm seriously lying. I'm not lying. Tell them that you're lying. She's that uh sewn thing where it's like quit while you're. Tell them that you're lying. I'm lying. She's only not read the last page of every single book. Tell them that you're lying. (laughs) Tell them you're lying. She has tell hand, hand to the good lord. She has finished every single book she has ever read, and if that is not true. May the Lord strike me down. Right here is where I will edit in a lightning effect. 68 books are the books I've completed. I quit The Martian. I think I quit something else. Listen. Coward. If I quit a book, I don't count it because I'm not fake like you. What book did I quit that I counted? You buy enough books to act like you count them. Okay. You buy books and be like, I'll be reading. I'm reading books you're asking me to read for you for book clubs that you're asking me to run for you. Spilled milk. You have some experience in this department, don't you? Yeah. As so a milk lover, uh, what would you? Hey, I I cry over spilled milk. Yeah. Big man disgusting. hours. Big man hours. Shouts you're pay, out. You're paying a. Shouts out the dairy industry. They they've committed no wrongs, hey, no Jack. sins. You're paying what eight dollars a a grocery trip now on milk? No, it's like three dollars a gallon at highest. It's higher so than I want it to be. It's higher than I want it to be. Which is almost a full Chipotle burrito, which is how I will only measure money from this point on. Okay, but two gallons of milk lasts me minimum a week and a half. Your $8 Chipotle burrito lasts you a day. A full day and of you buy, sustenance. you buy hey, three don't... Chipotle burritos a week minimum. You have for the last two or three week. weeks. I've been saying. It's, we've been going through stuff. Anyway. Anyway, uh, Boz's EP, Spilled Milk, is, I okay. guess, technically his follow-up to Milky Way, which was his album that came out last year. We're going to have first. I'm going to off myself on this podcast. You keep playing with me. <laughs> I'm going to spill milk on your Chipotle. Spill milk on my grave, because that's what's about to happen. Hey, pour some 
milk out for the dead homies. Uh, anyway, Spill Milk, his EP, came out this year. Follow-up to 2018's album Milky Way. Boz really likes his dairy products. He is signed to Jermaine Cole's record label, Dreamville. Uh, I would say he or J.I.D. are the two best parts of Dreamville or Ari Lennox. I was going to say, isn't she on there? She is. Yeah. She's only has the one album. She has an EP called Foe that I think was better than her album. Yeah, it's still better than Kendrick Lamar, fake Kendrick G. I like DiCaprio too more than anything Ari Lennox has put out though. Not that she's bad, but I just have enjoyed Jid slash J.I.D.'s albums. Slash Kendrick Lamar. He doesn't sound that similar. But we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about my my, my main guy, Boz. Not to be confused with Bose headphone sound system. Can't believe you're caping for Ari Lennox over Jid, but also haven't listened to her song with Boz. I've listened to her album... Okay, we'll listen to her features. That's black, what real fans do. Black women have disappointed me far less than cis-head black dudes, so... Okay, well, she's on the song. Okay, well, she we're talking about Jid. Part. We're talking about Jid. We're not talking about Jid. We're, we're talking, talking about, about We're talking about Jid and DiCaprio 2 and Ari Lennox. Okay, what do you think of the three out of four songs you listened to? It was okay. I don't think I've heard anything else by him, so I don't know. You... Features. I drove you to the airport one time, and you listened to Too High to Riot. I played that for you because I own that one was on I CD. Asleep? I don't think so. Because you know, every time I get but in the car, this I fall was the, the last time I drove you to the airport was also in 2016. No, I know, but <laughs> so I also could have been asleep. Um, I don't recall. So I mean, this this was fine. It was okay. Nothing was great about it. I mean, Boz, I edited it. I'll keep it edited, but it was you know. Boz is what Jermaine Cole could be if he were good. I... Unless misogynistic. Drain's beats are better? His instrumentals are better? I disagree. Fine. You asked me what I thought, bitch. Yeah. No, we're talking. Be, I disagree. Is that your turn? Yes, it's my turn. Okay, I'm dead silent. Go. Well, you have to ask, uh... No, Diane, you told me, you told me that Diane I... Sawyer. Diane Sawyer. Hit me. Do you know who that is? No. She was on Good Morning America. She has her own show now. She's an interviewer, stupid. Why are you telling me to hit you? I'm saying, hit me with the questions. <laughs> I'm saying, hit me. Like, give me a question. I'm like, hit me with one. Get it? What is Boz's real name? <laughs> uh, Is it an acronym? I don't know. Is it? Bethany Ann Saxton. Bethany Ann Saxton? How do you spell Bethany? The normal way. Which is what? The white way. His name is Abbas Hamad, dummy. Now, how would I guess that? Abbas, Bas. Now, have I ever... <laughs> I'm not even gonna... No, I'm not gonna entertain this. <laughs> um, yeah, it was... I mean, it was fine. He was born in Paris. I didn't know that. Just learned it. Niggas in Paris. He's a French rapper from Queens, New York. So is, uh... Who's that other French rapper this shitty? Kanye West. No. <laughs> no, you might be going. Isn't Kanye from no, Chicago? You, no. No, shut up. He was from did, Paris. Shut as well. up. What did you think? I don't know. What did you think of the album, dummy? Oh, of the EP, I liked it. Fried Rice is the best song. Cancel us, please. <laughs> Free up our nights again. We'll set up a Patreon soon, and our uh, our top tier goal will be paying us two thousand dollars a month to stop making the podcast. 
<laughs> Talk about the album. Shut up about the money. I really liked it. Fried Rice with Jid is the best song. No, Jollof Rice. You, what do you, you rank it? Uh, like an 8. 7, 8. It's an EP, so it's kind of hard to rate, especially for the fact that it's only a four-song EP. I think we need to figure out a better system for me, because I can't, I can't rate things on a number scale like that for some reason. I can only be like, good, bad. Good, bad. What do you give it? It's okay. I listen. <laughs> good, bad. Neither. That's why. See, y'all don't want me on it by myself. <laughs> I will stick to nothing. You're um, just gonna open it up with ASMR every episode. Hey, y'all want to hear about this movie? Too bad. We're not doing that. Um, yeah, was, I mean, I don't know him. That's my biggest, like, thing. I don't want to be like, oh, this was good, and then hear other shit and be like, oh. Yeah. But, like, we're, we're recording right now. Tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, listen to Too High to Riot. That doesn't affect this podcast now, I so know, like I'm just, saying. If you feel some super strong type of way about it, let me know, and we'll cut this in. If you didn't, this is okay. You have nothing more to contribute. It was fine. I'm going to save it. Most of you have me listen to it. I had to my... Apple Music and then delete. I will keep this on here. But, you know, unless it comes on a show, I probably won't be pressed for it again. Yeah, Fry Rice and uh, Jolla Rice were definitely the best songs on this, though. Nirvana and Amnesia were both good, but not stickouts to me. Which is odd, because the name didn't even stick out to you for Jolla Rice. Yeah. But yes. I, I'm like, song one and two were real good. Song three and four were decent. That was how I looked at it. Yeah. Are we are we done now? We got one more thing to talk about, which is now not yet by Half Alive. Yeah, I don't really got nothing to say besides the fact they sound like Twenty One Pilots. I give this album a six out of ten. Okay, I'm gonna push against that. I've never heard of this band before. This could be their debut. This could be their twenty third studio album. I don't know. I just clicked on it. They're all white boys, which is not surprising. This is their debut album. Their first songs came out in two thousand seventeen. How are you gonna be? This could be their twenty third album. But I it's clicked not. on. I clicked but on their, it's not. I clicked on their profile while I was talking about it. But you thought it was, but it is not. I have never heard of this. This came up on my Apple Music new albums today, and I'm like, oh, this album cover is dope. Definitely check out the album cover. Definitely the best part of this album. I sent this to Grace because I listened to it, and I'm like, back when Grace would like we go get lunch and stuff. This sounds like something like Hippocampus or like uh Yeah, it's... That this sounds like something Grace would like, so I sent it to her. I'm like, you should listen to this because you would really like it. It's very indie white boy. It that's it. it sounds like 21 Pilots. Like, rapping, it's it's fine. They don't really rap that much, though. Like, they got... That last song, but like, it... Maybe it just hit, you know. I don't know. I hate 21 Pilots. They are quite possibly my least favorite music outfit making music currently other than maybe Miley Cyrus. That's funny because you haven't heard uh, oh, by them in like three years. I listened to their album that came out last year and it was awful. Oh, last year? I thought it was three years ago. No, they released unfortunately they released an album last year but I really like this. Uh, I don't know if I would call it exceptional but it was very good. As far as a debut album goes this is this is real good. Um, What was your favorite song? I think the first song. Like, I, and it's not even to be lazy. I did really like the first song. See, listen, I was playing it. It's called Okay, Okay. I was listening to it, and I'm like, this guitar weird, and then it hit a different note. I'm like, I'm going to turn this off right now. And then it changed. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll give it a shot. And I was literally a hair, a second away from shutting this shit down off top. Because I'm like, Jack is wrong. I will not like this album. Because you were like, you like this album. And I'm like, I will not, sir. Yeah, I sent that to you on the fourth or fifth song when I'm still going through it. So if there's a band that I am not familiar with, I will only listen to it if I like their album cover. And if I like their album cover, I play songs two and three. And if I fuck with it, I'll keep listening. And if not, I won't. I skip song one 
on every single album that I'm not familiar with. Weird. This is this is my process. To my knowledge, it has not failed me yet. Yeah. But songs two and three are where I go to to start, and that was on this one, Runaway and Maybe, and Runaway and Still Feel were the best songs on this album. But I definitely like it. If you are at all in that indie lane, if you did 21 Pilots without the... This is what I'm actually going to get canceled for because the white fans are going to come after me. If you can listen to 21 Pilots without the garbage rapping and absolute dog shit songwriting, uh, or if you're like, hey, I like indie musicians. Talk about Hippocampus or Cage the Elephant. I don't know. This is not Cage the Elephant, and I don't know Hippocampus. Hippocampus, Grace Likes, Jonas Likes, a lot of white people up in... Uh, okay, I don't know them. Because I think they're Minnesotan. Like, uh, Grace has seen them like four times. Okay. One day I'm going to do a podcast without mentioning Grace. No, you won't. I don't believe you. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Dare to dream. Don't Grace. Dream, don't dream it, be it. Grace is your white queen. <laughs> I mean, you seem to. Her and Margot Robbie. If I say this, Margot Robbie, Grace is going to be pissed. I just want to ever pronounce her last name wrong and have you correct me, but you've yet to do it, which tells me it's Robbie. She know who she is. (laughs) She (laughs) know where she is. I've given her my number. It's balls in her court. (laughs) Balls in her court. This is like if people called you Cindy. Balls in her court. People do call me Cindy. Yeah, and it's not like, oh, they know what I'm like. I'll still give them a chance. If I called you Cindy, you wouldn't have never spoken to me again. Balls in their court. Margot's court? Uh, Margot's kicking the ball out of the ring. She can do that. Off court. And I chase it, and I kick it back to her. Uh, She's popping the ball. Throwing it in the car. And I... She popping the ball, throwing it in the incinerator. You're blowing on the fire to burn the ball quick? No, I got plenty of balls. I... I'm sorry, do you think you can blow up a basketball with a, with your mouth? In my mind, no lie, we were playing volleyball. <laughs> I'm not even trying to like kick in my mind. You know I what? was chasing it on the sand. You know what? I don't know what a volleyball area is called. I don't think it's a court, court. but I don't know. Court. Net. Like it's, court like it's or a net. Vo- I feel like it's a volleyball net or volleyball field or something. It's not a field, it's a net or a like court. You got a football field and a soccer field and... I can't give Margot my number because apparently I've hit the limit number of my, my jokes I can give or whatever. It's just too many per episode. And I didn't do it. Your turn. You made a joke about not being able to make the joke. But did I do the that thing that you That counts for bu- three. You've hit your limit. <laughs> I should have just given them my number again. Okay. Half Alive. What would you give their album? I already gave it a six, remember? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, if you like indie music, like... If Young the Giant were as good as Young the Giant thinks they are. Or um, Angus and Julia Stone. Or, don't know them. Or Mumford and Sons. They're trash. Or, I don't know them. Uh, the Neighborhood. Mumford, if you like Mumford and Sons, you're 40 and not listening to this podcast. I like Mumford and Sons. Who's the other band? You're 40 and not listening to this podcast. Who's the other band? Is like Mumford and Sons? I don't know. Okay, there's a lot of bands. Look, indie alternative shit is the absolute farthest from my traditional lane, and I will not pretend to be aware of them. Um, I will say that this is on par in quality with Portugal, the man, though not quite the same, and I would say that it is Young the Giant if Young the Giant was as good as their singles were. I have only heard one Portugal, the man song on repeat because they played it at the radio station at work, so I'm just going to say I hate Portugal, the man. 
Which one was that? The popular one. Uh, from their Woodstock album? No. What's the... It was like, I Feel It All, or... Their big song... It's their most popular one. Yeah, um... I'm trying to remember. Uh, their biggest songs from their album that came out in 2017, it was called Feel It Still. Do you play it? I mean, I need to pause and cut it out because I'm not trying to get sued by Portugal Demand either. We'll be back in one second. All right, it was uh, was not awkward pause. There was no awkward pause. Please Please don't mention the pause. No one even noticed. I said second to its entirety. The song we were talking about was called Feel It Still from their 2017 album Woodstock. I am a big fan of that album. I am just learning right now that my partner Sid is not. I've only heard the one song, but I've heard it 18 million times, so yeah. You are going through my Frozen dilemma from working at Toys R Us. I love Frozen. Hey. Oh, we got the movie pass. We can see Frozen too. It comes out October, November? I would honestly rather shutter this entire podcast right this second. And Do it. Pay me, my, play me my no. money. You're paying me if we're not seeing Frozen. I might pay you to avoid Frozen. How much? I don't know. $10. I have trauma associated with Frozen. $10? I was literally physically assaulted to let it go being played. $12? $12? Like, there's legit... That reminds me of, like, all those mascot videos where the mascot's on their back getting beaten to shit, and there's a, like, happy song playing. That's what that reminds me of. Not to diminish your trauma, but you know the YouTube videos I'm talking about? No. Oh. I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Uh, $12 is my final offer. I can probably give you $12. $12 or we go see Frozen. Okay, we'll figure it out when it comes out. $12 or we go see Frozen. Okay, when we're looking to go to go see Frozen, I'll give you $12. There you have it. If I don't get my money, I'm burning this place down. If she doesn't get her money, we'll be hearing us talk about Frozen 2 on the pod, unfortunately. And we can't even play the song, because Disney coming hot with that lawsuit. Disney will buy Apple before we can... I, don't... I can't wait to get my Mickey Bitcoin and my Mickey Mouse breakfast and wear my it, Mickey Mouse... It'll be called Mickcoin. I can't wait to wear my Mickey Mouse suspenders and shoes every day. My docks are close. <laughs> We're just going to be, oh, Mickey Mouse world. <laughs> Oh shit! We gotta cut that out because I'm gonna get we're gonna get sued for the laugh. Oh shucks! Stop! There's two suits. There's two suits. Stop! They gonna stack them on top of each other. We're gonna fucking uh, what's the guy? Uh, Johnny Cochran us. They're gonna Disney. If the impersonation doesn't fit, you must acquit. And it does fit, Your Honor. To be like, those impersonations were trash. They could have been making fun of Bugs Bunny, for all we know. But we will sue them regardless. <laughs> but the lawsuit's still incoming. Oh, God. Yes. All right. Uh, what's your recommendation for this week as we hit two hours? I earnestly do not have one. Um, I'm reading Black Leopard, Red Wolf right now. By um, who? Marlon James. Uh, I'm going to finish probably tomorrow or the day after. So I could give that for next week, which I do want to save. Uh, I will say my anti... Can I give an anti-recommendation? Are you telling people not to watch or listen to? It's just a complaint, actually. If it's not about the Maltese Falcon, sure. It's not about the Maltese Falcon. Uh, Michael B. Jordan wants to be the main guy in Black Leopard, Red Wolf. They're in Africa. It's African. He did get a Flex's African accent in Black Panther. He's coming. He's coming for Chadwick. He's like, Chadwick gets to do an African accent, but I don't. Let's fix that. He's so light-skinned. He's so light-skinned. In, in the the two or three 
The only light-skinned people in this book are albino and tease or light-skinned and literally Tracker, the main guy, is like, oh, his skin is so light, it's ugly. And, like, literally they're just shit-talking these people. I was gonna say we could maybe put Michael B. Jordan in whiteface so he could play the albino person, but I don't Michael know Michael B. Jordan wants to be the main guy. Oh. Who is not Michael B. Jordan. Also, Michael B. Jordan can't act. So my anti-recommendation of this week, my complaint, is Ed Michael B. Jordan. Okay. Fight me. But do you have a project someone can consume? Did you? Do you want to make... Let's protest Michael B. Jordan. Do you not want to make Red Leopard, Black Wolf here? I'm doing it next week. Is it Red Leopard, Black Wolf, it's or Black? It's Black, Black Leopard. I remember because Black Panther is Black Cat. So Black Leopard, Red Wolf is how I remember it. Okay. You don't want to make that your recommendation for this week and discuss the book next week? No. Boycott Michael B. Jordan. Okay. They they did right by killing him off on the wire. Now you understand why the description for this episode is Sid's recommendation, Boycott Michael B. I'm not even going to finish his name because no one's going to be like, Michael so, B, who's that? Someone's going to be pissed and they're going to be like, oh my god, did he do something shitty? They're going to read it and they're going to be like, Michael Buble, and that's when we find out our our audience is entirely white. Oh, I fucks with Buble. You just, want, you just want a non-openly racist Frank Sinatra. Was Frank Sinatra racist? No, don't tell me. Anyway, what's your recommendation? Uh, what's your recommendation? What's your recommendation? Uh, not Frank Sinatra. That's what's your she... recommendation. Um, you're not gonna ruin this for me. I will not take. I took Mitski off my playlist this week. I will not take off Frank Sinatra in the same week. Um, over my dead body. I already made him a recommendation oh, for this week. Slipknot shit. I don't think that was it. I don't remember what it was, you though. You literally just suck Slipknot's dick, so if you I don't did. make them your recommendation, I'll Okay, okay. This. Whatever I already recommended. recommended. Was the Ma- you recommended the Maltese Falcon and Slipknot. No, I recommended the Maltese Falcon a couple weeks ago. Me even at high rating, it that isn't was my today. recommendation. No, I said you should watch. Like, Maltese Falcon was my recommendation two or three weeks ago, because I said we were going to watch it next week. And we you didn't. didn't put it in the description before. I did. Okay. Whatever I already recommended, Slipknot's album and Clipping is coming out with a new project soon, so I'm going to recommend the Clipping self-titled album. Uh, after W. Diggs was on Hamilton? W. It Diggs. was before W. Diggs and was on Hamilton. Black, no, he was on Hamilton, he was on Blackish. And he was the best part of both. Have I seen Hamilton or listened to any songs of it? No. Do I know W. Diggs was the best part of it? Yes. Why? Because the second best part is supposedly Lin-Manuel Miranda, which means that it's shit. Both of them. This is an anti-Hamilton podcast. I want to make that loud and clear right now. If you like Hamilton, you are not welcome to listen to us. Can we get in the cut of of Justin ranting? (laughs) Justin fucking hates Lin-Manuel. It does. Which is shitty, because that really rocks with Moana. (laughs) Lin-Manuel's not even Hawaiian. No, he wrote the music as well. I I'm know, saying. but he's not Hawaii. He's, you were gonna he's be, as Hawaiian as he is Hamilton. You were going to be sick if The Rock got a Grammy off Moana. You were going to so be hard. ill. If, he was, listen, he was close. He had y'all niggas shook. If The Rock gets an EGOT, I, I will, uh... Common's getting one first. Common and John Legend and the Lady Gaga. But yeah, uh, that's it. You don't really have recommendations. Put Slipknot shit on there. No, um, Clipping's, no. Clipping's album, whatever else I already recommended that I forgot. Um, Everything. And uh, and uh, Clipping's self-titled album. You Clipping. already said Clipping twice. I know, I'm making sure that it's all there. Yes. Alright, well, 
that's that's it for now. Um, check us out on Twitter. Harass at, us on Twitter. I mean, we need more Harass followers. us on Twitter. I will fight. If you're getting into a fight with our Twitter account, it's me. This is our longest episode, and I apologize for that. At us on Twitter. At us on Instagram. What are our Twitter and Instagram handles, Sid? Pop take pod for Twitter. Okay. Pop take cock culture. I don't know. It's pop take pod on Twitter and pop take cock culture on Instagram. That's what I thought, but I when I said it, you I can, meant the inverse. You can also email us at poptakehotculture at gmail.com. You can also visit us at our website and harass us in the comment sections for all of our podcasts on poptakehotculture.com. If you harass us on all those, you're getting We blocked. will That's ban excessive. you. Yeah, yeah, we will ban you from our website. Because if you're doing it all It could that, be mild criticism know. where it's no, just like, hey. at that point, I want to know what your personal beef is with me. <laughs> like, who are you? Did I go to high school with we'll you? Just, What's your issue? She'll just reply, shut up, Grace, to anyone who criticizes her. Now, Grace, I have mentioned you for, what, five episodes? And it's always been kindness. This is episode six. It's always been kindness. We've been doing this for a month and a half now. You see the one time he mentions you? This is the only This is the only time I've mentioned you. Yeah, and, it's and it because, was negative. It's because Sid talks incessant shit about you on every episode, every single time we're off the air. I cut out her hate speech yeah. against Grace. Grace knows what she means to me. Well, that's it. Okay. I guess we're done now. Mm-hmm. I'm being tackled as we speak. Don't say that. Cut that out. That no. Sounds sexy. That's, cut it out. It sounds sexy. <laughs> In the bad way. Nothing cut sounds... Cut it out. How does tackled sound sexy? You can cut it out. Okay, we're gone. Bye.